Gator Nation, you're listening to the official Guns Up Nation podcast. I'm your host and operating partner of Guns Up Nation, John Darden, and introducing for the first time on the Guns Up Nation podcast, four-year starter, two-year captain, the man that could withstand getting trucked by Leonard Fournette. And we'll put that picture up. You know what? We may even put the gif up of of a man who can just get trucked and stand right up in next play mentality, baby. Next play. I'm talking about our director of football relations, Mr. Keenan Ward, the beautiful face over there. How we doing? First time, bro. How you doing? First time. Hey, it feels good. It feels good to be uh, back with Guns Up Nation. Uh, Obviously, I'm a big tech guy. Born and raised right down the road. Four-year starter tech, man. Just trying to give back to tech and stay involved. We got Jay Gray here, uh, one of my good friends from from college. Uh, just excited to be here, man. Good time. So, so we we give the introduction to the the main man today. <laughs> yeah. And and this guy, you want to talk about dealing with adversity? You get recruited by a coach. Who leaves? And you have a tough decision to make, and we'll get into all this, but sticks around, chooses Lubbock, chooses Texas Tech, chooses this fan base, chooses the program, buys in, winds up being part of the team that at the time had taken Texas Tech basketball further than any team ever had in its history, stuck with it, committed. I'm talking about not only... A beautiful face. Uh, look at that face right there. That is a look. That is a that is a look that you put on a poster right there. We're talking about the man, Justin Gray. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it, man. Day five. Woo. Appreciate you guys having me on, man. I'm excited. Uh, been wanting to be on the podcast for you know, since the first time I saw it. You know, with Adonis and uh, and beat up. So uh, yeah, man. It's just great to be just back in Lubbock and just having a great convo with you guys. What are you doing here right now? Right now, I'm just training myself. Um, I always just find it easier for me just to come back here. Uh, it feels, in a weird way, more home to me than Tampa does, which, I mean, I know people may find that crazy, but uh, I just mentally here, I'm just a lot more focused, and I can find just kind of myself, you know, when I get back to the grind and, you know, when I got to get ready for next season, like I always come to Lubbock and it's use the facilities, workout, train, uh, you know, the coaches are always around, so Thanks. it's just really good for my mental just being back in Lubbock, and, you know, I always look forward to, you know, after the season just flying back here and getting back to work. How does it feel just coming back and knowing you can walk in the Womble whenever? Everybody's what's up, like, what's up, J5? How you doing, brother? Like, that's got to feel a certain way, right? Yeah, man, it's it's honestly surreal to me still every time I walk in there because, you know, my, my four years that I was here, you know, we were playing, obviously, you know, to try to win a national championship, but to change the culture, to change, obviously, what Texas Tech is known for, and, you know, to build a top facility in the country, you know, like we felt like we deserved that with the situations and conditions we currently had at the USA. We needed that, Thanks. you know, we're sharing a court with four of the teams. Um, so that was always very difficult for us. And then with the concerts, like, you know, we're going to the rec, we're going to LCU, we're going to random high school. Just to at practice. One point, yeah. 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 Re- real talk. So it's been um, honestly, every time I step in there, man, like, I literally just look around for like five minutes every single time, even though I've been in there a bunch of times, but it's just like, man, like seeing that banner and then seeing the national championship, you know, banner, you know, Elite Eight, Final Four, all that stuff is just like, damn, like we came so far Mm -hmm. as a program 
and not not dissing obviously you know what guys like Daryl Dora, Ronald Ross, you know, Andre Emmett, all those guys what they did back in the day to put Tech on the map, but obviously it kind of fell off once those guys left, mm-hmm. and you know we didn't haven't seen the NCAA tournament in like 15 years before obviously my class, um, you know we got here and kind of you know changed things around, and uh, yeah man it's just honestly it's, it's one of the most remarkable facilities I've seen. Yeah. And uh, it's just great just to have full access. I got my hand scanned. You know, I got the fingerprint. Yeah. I got all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's been uh, awesome just to be able to and, and get to work. And you built that. You built yeah. that, fam. Yeah. Like, it, it, it feels good, man. Yeah. It, feels, it feels great. Like, every time I see it, I drive past, I'm like, damn, like, me and my boys, we did that. Yeah, I did that. Like, we did that, you know? And it's great. And Mr. Wama, too, one of my, you know, close, close friends, man. And he's been, honestly, a great supporter, you know, not only of myself, but know, for just the entire tech program, you know, from when it originally started to, you know, even now. So no shout out to Mr. Womble. Okay, so you two went to tech at the same time. I'm the old fart here. I graduated <laughs> from tech in 2008. You guys, what, 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 what was your time period? Uh, I was 2014, 2018. I was you, 13, 16. Okay. So I was a year older. But yeah. when Jay Gray came, it was like, we, we it had lunch connect. all together. Yeah. Same classes for the yep. most part. Yep. So we just kicked it. Yep. I mean, we Watched hella games yep. at, at my house, mm-hmm. his house, house parties galore. Just mm-hmm. it was crazy. It was fun to to see how it changed up. I remember his freshman year. You go to the basketball game, and I mean, I could move around wherever I wanted. Mm-hmm. There wasn't no, you know, this guy's got this seat locked up for the year. I, wherever I wanted, I could go. And then, like literally, like a year later, it's like, all right, they're making noise. And I mean, that was a class I started it. We can talk about some guys before him that kind of had that same that same tone, yeah. same influence. But I mean, as far as that that fourteen class, it was different. It, seriously, it was different. And 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 who all was in that class? Uh, the main core was obviously uh, I think things either me or Zach committed first. Uh-huh. Like we committed like a couple days like after each other. I can't really remember, but I remember hitting him up, and then like Keenan and Norris. And I knew about these guys because they were, they were telling me you know while they recruited me you know. That was one of my main questions. Who am I coming in with? Right. Um, obviously, you know, what are the positions that are, you know, taken that you guys are recruiting for? Because um, at the same time, you know, falling in love with a university is great, but obviously if the opportunity and the situation is not good for you, it doesn't make sense, you know, to go to a school, no matter how big the name is. And I always tell guys that, no matter if it's NIA, JUCO, D2, D3, D1, if you're on playing at the next level and you're playing and you're involved, you know, within the team and making positive contributions, that's what it's all about. Right. Exactly. So um, that, that main group was Keenan, Zach Smith, uh, Norman Sodiase, sorry, Keenan Evans, I forgot to say his last name, uh, myself, and then uh, we had Isaiah Manderson as well. That's right. Yep. Um, so we were, you know, the five freshmen. And, uh, yeah, man, Tubby recruited all of us, you know, a bunch of, you know, two, three-star recruits, you know, with a bunch of chips on our shoulders. Like, yeah, yeah. We were at the bottom of the Big 12 when I came here, and I was committed to Harvard at first, you know, mm-hmm. so. That's crazy. That's the route I was going to go. My older brother played at Cornell, so. You know, I went to a private school in Florida, so I was kind of used to that type of environment already. And, you know, I visited Harvard. You know, my mom saw I got offered. She was like, well, you ain't got an option. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're have, two, have two of your boys go Ivy League. Yeah. And I get it. From my mom's perspective, I totally get it. It's a, it's a remarkable thing. You know, like, who would have thought, you know, two of her sons both, you know, playing from the Florida. Ivy League from Florida, you know. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, when I visited here, man, it was just, it's just different. Yeah. Like, I can't even really put it into words. Like, when we all came here together, like we moved in together the same day, we're all just like in in the in the little dorm, just chilling. We're just like, yo, we about to, yeah, we about to change this. Like, and like Tubby, obviously, like you felt him yeah. changing the culture, right? Yeah, absolutely. Who were some of those guys your freshman year that you looked up to on that team? Oh, freshman year, man, just mainly the guys I had on my on my visit. So you know, guys like Jay Crockett, yeah. um, 
you know, Rob T, Rob Turner, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Todrick Gocher, Aaron Ross, um, you know, Clark Lambert, yeah. uh, you know, all these guys that pretty much instilled, you know, that mental that I really needed for what I was, for what we were about to get into. And obviously, you know, the first week that we got there, it was hell week yeah. for freshmen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was already mentally prepared for that, but, you know, I was more just curious to see, you know, who else had that dog in them. Yeah. You know, I already knew I was, I already knew I was going to be straight. But obviously not really knowing, you know, who I came in with, like that was a, you know, we went through that together. So like we bonded over that, you know, about to puke, you know, throw up. You, you find out who your brothers are in the trenches, right? Real talk. You do. Like nice. you find out who really about this life and who really want to, you know, put the university and the team first, like before themselves. Mm-hmm. And I could tell with all those guys I came in with, like we were all on the same page. Like, you know, we were willing to sacrifice individual achievements to really change how things were here. Cause you know, like, can you say like, the games, they were putting up black curtains for our games because we didn't have fans. That's crazy. And, and uh, like, for the Guns Up Nation fans that remember those days, like, uh, so when I was there, Bobby Knight was the coach. And we had a sweet, sweet 16 run right. when, yeah. one year that I was there. Right. And then it just plummeted, mm-hmm. plummeted mm-hmm. from there. You talk about the dark freaking days of Texas Tech basketball. And – like it's funny that you mentioned putting up the black curtains. I I had forgotten about that. Yeah, I'd forgotten about those I days. Did. God, that's crazy to you, think pull about. Up and that's motivation. Wherever I wanted, yeah. That's motivation for us. Like when we saw that, when I saw that first, I was like, like damn. Yeah. Like the on the first time I originally saw it was at a volleyball game. That was the first <laughs> time I saw it. That's understandable. You know, obviously they're not going to have fifteen, sixteen thousand people. Sure. You know, obviously at volleyball games. So I I understood you know that, but obviously for us. Uh, it was when we saw him put it up. We was like, "Dang, bro! Like we don't have half of the arena." Like, like y'all lied to us a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. the upper part, not, nobody was up there. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a definitely a humble experience. But it was that's when we really saw our mission for the first time. We're like, we're about to change this because like this is this is not what Tech deserves. One of the best arenas in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. One of the best people, you know, best people overall in Texas, in my opinion, West Texas people, but. Yeah, like, just seeing that, honestly, like, it motivated us to, you know, get the crowd involved, you know, get the students involved. And there was a lot of things that we did outside the court to try to, you know, get in tune with the, with the student section. Um, and it worked. You know, it yeah, definitely it worked. Who was the driving force behind that? Was that a Tubby Smith thing? Uh, honestly, it got better. So my, my Tubby years was, you know, first year, you know, terrible. Um, you know, second year was a lot better. We were winning. And obviously we made the tournament first time in 15 years. So that was a big deal. And for the first time we saw the excitement from the tech fan base and that excited us, even though we lost the first round, we were just like, man, like if we win, it's crazy. Yo, yeah. they got coming out of the woodwork turned when we made the tournament, <laughs> yeah. like I almost won the championship, you yeah. know, but I understand cause it's been in, the, we've been in the drought 15 years. So, right. uh, the, I would say the difference or the, the, the point where it kind of shifted was when Beer got here. And Beer was like, I don't have a personal problem with Beer. That's my guy. You know, I love him to death. He took care of me, you know, took care of all of us when he first got here. And we were in bad situations, you know, with what Tubby's staff and how they left us. You know, we were in living conditions that we did not want to live where we were at, um, you know, gear wise and you know just just everything you know when he first came here we all sat with him and it was just like all right what do you guys want what do you guys need i'll make it happen that's the first thing he said to us man that's that is a piece that the 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 casual fan doesn't understand right like oh y'all y'all 
living conditions. We don't even th- think about that. Mm-hmm. And, and going to the football team, too, like, the casual fan doesn't understand that. Yeah. So that's really insightful. Like, okay, Tubby up and left. And no disrespect no to disrespect. Tubby, right? Absolutely no not. That's my guy. Loving to death, too. But living conditions weren't great. Gear wasn't good. And Chris Beard comes in and, and writes that shit. Ted Lassoed it. Ted Lassoed it, baby. And is like <laughs> checking all my players. Yeah. How, how are my guys feeling? Yeah. Let's make that right. So can we go back? Yep. Tubby leaves. Mm-hmm. Why did you stay? I'll tell you a funny story about this, man. <laughs> so was good. Uh, we played Butler. Played Butler. Um, lost. You know, great experience, obviously, playing in a tournament. You know, almost all of, all the, all of us were starting as sophomores, so it was a big deal. Uh, we were one of the youngest teams, you know, in the country at that point. Um, and we came back, and we had a team lift literally, I think, the next day or two days later. And we're all in there working, you know, just doing some light stuff, just, you know, being a team and stuff. And, uh, you know, I was talking about just the amazing season we had and, you know, how we're going to get back, you know, next year. You know, Tubby comes in. And um, by this time, we start seeing rumors on Twitter you know, oh, flooded just, quick. Yeah, flooded just quick. you know, but it was like sneaky tweets, like not from official accounts, but just regular people saying, "Oh, like I just saw you know Tubby driving in Amarillo on his way to something." And we're over here reading this. We're like, "Why is he in Amarillo right now, driving you know somewhere yeah. at you know nine ten o'clock at night? Like when we got practice tomorrow? Like right. so we're just asking ourselves all these questions, and you know we were honest, so we were just like you know. Coach, Coach Smith, like, are you leaving? Like, you know, you can just tell, like, we see rumors and stuff, and you know, on Twitter, like, are you leaving? And then, you know, it was just saying, you know, nah, like, you know, not not going to do that to you guys. We just made the tournament. And, you know, gave, just gave us that kind of reassurance, you know, and we literally go back, you know, to our apartments. I go to sleep. I kid you not. I kid you not. The little da-na-na, da-na-na, that's what woke me up. <laughs> Man. I'm not thinking that I'm about to see what I'm about to see, so – I literally just, you know, roll over, look at my phone, and the first thing I see is Tubby Smith leaves Texas Tech from Memphis. And, like, I dropped my phone because I was just like, I thought I was seeing stuff. And I promise you, like, when I open my door, Keenan, Norris, Zach, we all open our door at the same time, and we're like, yo, like, what? Like, what's going on? And then we're just like, did Tubby really just leave us? After, you know, after saying, you know, he, he, he wasn't going to leave and there got to be more to it. You know, we all sat down just like this and just, you know, talked with each other, like, what are we going to do? And anytime you have a coach that recruits you, talks to your family, is in your house where yeah. you grew up, that's a personal connection. Yeah. Like, I felt personally connected, you know, to Tubby when he was recruiting me, which is why, you know, it made that decision for me to come here all that more easier. Right. I love the school. I love the coach. I love the people. So it just felt like the right fit for me. But when he left, it kind of just left me with, a level of uncertainty. I didn't mm-hmm. really know what was going to happen, who was coming in. Is that going to affect, you know, me playing or starting or, you know, just contributing to the team? Because obviously every new coach has their own way they want to run their ship. You know, you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. And um, at this point in time, you know, we're all just in agreement saying, you know, we're going to entertain whatever comes our way. You know, if coaches are hitting me up. So I had, you know, UNC, Oregon, all these schools hitting me up the next day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to, 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 to my fairness, I, I think that's, okay to do, you know, in, in terms of I'm not knowing what's going to happen. You know, I don't want to be in a bad situation. You know, I'm just trying to figure out the best situation for me. And then when I really just sat down and thought about it, I was like, why would I leave? You know, like, why would I leave? Because I'm scared that the coach is going to come in and I may not play. 
because you know I'm scared who he's gonna bring in. I was like, that's not who I am. That's not my character. Right. Mm. Like whoever you bring in, I'm gonna go at their neck. You weren't worried about who came in. You're gonna do nah, what. Jay that's Fox why I does. started as a freshman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I broke my knee that year. But yeah. the fact that I started as a freshman, like to me, that proves to me is like, okay, you, you know, you worked your butt off. You know, you did exactly what a distant goal was for you. I didn't even wasn't even expecting to start, let alone play that much. But the fact that I achieved that, you know, within a couple months, you know, just being there really spoke to my work ethic. And yeah, man, that was just, that was a crazy time for us. Like being 19, 20, like just not knowing. And the transporter wasn't like how it is yeah, today. It That's the main different. thing. Yeah, transferring yeah. wasn't like, just a get up and people go. People gotta right. understand yeah. that. Like we, we, exactly. not, we not just going and then yeah. they giving you a jersey and you hopping in and practice. Like right. you, you transfer, you sitting out. Right. So it's a huge decision. Yeah. Yeah. Correct and, me if I'm wrong, but when a coach ups and leaves like that in the way that Tubby did, mm -hmm. Does that does that not make that bond with that fourteen class even tighter? Absolutely, like, are we sticking together. Absolutely, because we, we all we went through the same thing. Like I said, when we sat down and you know we're talking, uh, you know we all have the same feelings. Like we all felt hurt. Yeah. Like we all felt hurt. Yeah, you know, like Tubby, like you know, was connected to all of us. You know, so um, it was something that you know we really spoke about. Like I said, my reason was you know why would I want to leave? You know, I love it here. And I love playing. You know, with, with my guys. Yeah. All of them said the same thing. I love playing with you. I love playing with you. I love playing with you. And then we all said, like, are you leaving? Nah. Well, if you ain't leaving, I'm not leaving. Yeah. And Keem was like, well, if y'all not leaving, yeah. I'm not leaving. Man. It just added and fuel Zach, to the fire. If y'all not leaving, I'm not leaving. So we're like, yeah. all right, we all going to stay there and try this out, right? Try it like, out. bet. So we tried it out. We still working out. We don't know who the coach is. Uh, Todrick had called me. Uh, hey, man, you know, uh, you know Chris Beard? And I was like, nah. Like, who is that? Uh, it's a coach, man. He recruited me in college. You know, great guy. Probably the leading candidate uh, for Texas Tech. Uh, I really think, you know, you should definitely give him a chance, man, and try it out. And just, him, yeah. and just see, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, if Todrick is calling me, like, I trust Todrick, you know, with my life. That's, that big, was, bro, yeah. that's big bro, yeah. That's big bro. You know what I'm saying? He took care of me when I was here, put me under his wing. So, you know, him calling me and going out of his way to explain that to me and telling me just to give it a chance. You know, I'm telling all the other guys, I'm like, yo, let's just give this a chance, man. So, you know, Beer got hired, came in, you know, did his little... No guns up, little intro. Um, he came said, in, balls on fire. Yeah. Mama and, said, and "Come home." Yeah. Mama <laughs> said, "Come home." All, all that, all that hey. talk, man. Getting, getting us, getting yeah, us he, lit. He put Lubbock on his shoulders from Jump Street. Period. I'm just real or fake. I'm just Period. a little emotional. It don't matter. Period. And I understand, obviously, the way he left. Like I don't like the way he left. You know, obviously, because you know I'm Texas Tech, you know, to the death of me. But at the same time, I look at it from a whole, you know, perspective, like whole perspective he went to texas okay he coached that tech yeah he graduated from texas <laughs> so he's an alumni right yeah so the move and beard is always the type of coach that he likes the challenge that's something that i noticed from jump street with him you know he wants that challenge like he came to tech we weren't like you know like that boom next thing you know we're <laughs> battling for a big 12 yeah. championship mm -hmm. within two and we make the elite eight within two years yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah. you know and I may get a lot of hate from tech fans from this, but like I said, man, I don't have a personal problem with Coach Beard. I've called him, I've talked to him about it. You know, we explained just, I'm like, yo, you know, you, you, you're gonna get the hostile hostility every time you come back here. Like, you had to have known that with the decision that yeah. you made, you know, yeah. and yeah. that's just college basketball at that sure. point. You know, as long as it doesn't cross the line, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I'm, all, I'm all for it. You know, like the, the Texas game, which I was trying to fly back for overseas. I wish I went to it. That man. still was one of the wildest experiences man. that I can think of. I'm just making it worse for me now. Nah, <laughs> hey, that's what everybody said. That's okay. Man. Just come back to this next one. Will still be maybe not quite that bad, but 
Everybody well, said the energy was insane. Well, uh, every was single, I, we were sitting close to each other that game. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Were you a couple rows down from me? Yeah, two well, seconds down. I, every single bucket, you'd have thought we won the national championship. It was that like I, I had to a couple of times. I had to sit down because I was so dizzy. Yeah. From and I don't just, get it too, shaking. It was just it was. I don't, I don't get too inappropriate because like I have my my company brand to represent outside of Guns Up Nation. There were a couple times where my wife looked at me. She was like, "John, you can't. You stop screaming that. Like, stop it. Stop it." Yeah, like, I don't freaking care. Right you got now. clients is, down there. I got clients down there. <laughs> like, waiting for this game yeah. for so long. Yeah. Well, so I don't long. think you're gonna get any hate because I think most no. tech fans understand and appreciate and respect the fact that like I I wasn't down in the dirt with Chris Beard. Mm. You were. Mm. I wasn't in the trenches down there. You were the one putting the effort in every day. So I think maybe the idiot tech fan that probably never has even set foot on campus at Texas Tech might give you some hate. But I think those people are few and far between. Yeah. Can we let, let, unpack this a little bit more, though? Mm-hmm. So, so Tubby leaves. You, you as a crew say, no, nah, we're sticking together. And, and Chris Beard comes in. Obviously, he has your back. He gets you in a better living situation. Maybe he gets things better, writes the shit from that standpoint. So there's some rapport and trust that is built there from that right. with you guys. Immediate trust. Immediate. When yeah. he got us out the living conditions, that was like to us, because we got into it like legally, you know, with lawyers and stuff involved, because we had signed a lease and it mm. was it was ugly, you know, mm. and it was it was just a bad situation that he got us out of in like Where a week and a half. We were at um, the University Point. Ooh. Cut. Yeah, we may not we may not be able to put that in there. Yeah. We, we may need to take that it's out. All good. We yeah. may need to take that out. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. That's okay. But that's a fair question. Yeah, yeah that's we, definitely a fair question. And yeah, I, like uh, when we first got there, it was like Muhammad dude, I didn't really grow up with a lot, bro. So it was it was alright. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was it was all right. But then, you yeah. know, Norris had like not bed bugs, but he had like <laughs> bugs all up in his room and he was getting bit and stuff. Oh, and so we're trying to force him to pay for an exterminate. Like yeah. it, oh, the bad. washer wasn't working. Oh, it was a lot bad. of stuff that was wrong with the apartment, man. And we were just trying to tell him like, yo, campus living, man, move us into another one at least. Or, <sighs> but he was like, nah, y'all going to stay in there. And you well, know, that, that was that. They're hanging out the cottages now. And like they, their living conditions are a little bit better. If not, yeah, so they, that was, that was, that was, that was because of my class. They're in capsule because of, because of my class. We, oh, dude, you built the foundation yeah. for so many things. If not, they can afford whatever they want. They can move yeah. to South Love. You're though. right. We, now. I was moving different now. Kenan will sell you a house. Thanks. So, so Coach Beard comes in and writes the ship for yep. you guys. And, and, uh, second year you hit the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that year. Dive into that year a bit. Yeah. So, uh, our first year with Beard. In my opinion, and it's probably going to be the same with everybody else, was you know a failure. You know, and it was uh, obviously a lot of anticipation and you know eagerness to have a positive season. But at the same time, I understand all the cards were stacked against us. You know, we got a first-year coach who pretty much we had. He had to get that core four. Yeah, he had to keep us. You know, oh, so for sure. Anything we wanted, you know, he was willing to do, which is why he gained our trust off rip. You know, he's a player's coach through and through. Coach Beard, Chris Beard is a player's coach through and through. And uh, so just that that whole that whole experience, man, just was it was a roller coaster. Like we didn't we didn't really start off, uh, you know, that good. And then, you know, we just kind of like started clicking and we got on a roll. Next thing you know, we're top five in the, in the country. And 
all this stuff that, you know, we were playing over the years, like our, my freshman, sophomore, junior year, like we see those teams, like top five, you know, top three, Kansas, you know, number two, number one. And just to see, like, when we, anytime I rewatch the game, just to see, like, Texas Tech and we got, like, the three the next three to next, us yes, and it cut hard. Yes. It's like, yo, like, we would talk about all the time. We're like, yo, we're the third-ranked team, and we feel like the best, obviously, but, yeah. like, we're the third-ranked team and we're the number one defensive team. You know, like, that's pretty sick. <laughs> like, it's crazy. You know what I'm Wild, saying? Like, yeah. in, the, in the 12, battling versus Kansas for the championship. Yeah, yep. Crazy. So Playing Kansas thinking, man, like, you know, they, they ain't better than us, bro. No, they're not. Yeah. And, like, when we beat them that first time, <laughs> I'll tell you guys this too. I don't think anybody knows this, but we're in the locker room right after we beat Kansas, you know, and beer comes in, like just starts going ape shit, like going crazy. <laughs> then they go in the coach's room because they had a, like, we have our locker room, they have a coach's room in the back. Like, coaches go in the locker room, they come out with just handles of Crown Royal and just like going crazy. Like, we just won like a championship. And it was Let's honestly. Go. That's when, you know, just seeing that staff, like, that happy, yo. And that's just family, like, yeah. It was like, damn, like, they had so much riding on this game. And, like, careers could be made off that game. And yeah. just every, just seeing how happy and satisfied and fulfilled they were, you know, from what, you know, what we did and how appreciative they were. It was like, it hit us a little different. And from then on, man, it was, we were locked in. Like, it was a national championship. That's yeah. what we were focused on. That was the goal. Seeing that, seeing that buy-in from seeing, the staff, seeing that it's buy different, though, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, and playing playing yeah. tough teams, like, and it also helped. We were in Dallas, you know, first first round. That was that was lit. Yes. Oh, yes. oh my god! If, yeah. if you could roll some dice and, and get uh, uh, any number that you pick, like, and we Where got lucky we on that, I can't write it any better than that. And just having 17,000 fans at the game, and you know, surrounding our bus, you know, or surrounding us outside of the hotel, like it was a movie. And I never thought I'll get to experience it that quickly. You know, obviously when Tubby left, I was like, I don't know if. New coach coming in, I don't think, you know, it's it a lot lot to go against. But when we were there, played SFA first game. Tough team. Tough. Tough team. Underrated. Played play defense similar to ours. Like, tough team, man. Yeah, and I think most uh, the basketball people knew is like, oh, hell, this is tough. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. That was a good basketball mm-hmm. That was a team. great game. Mm-hmm. That was a great game. And then Florida second round. Yeah. You know, then we got Purdue. Then we got Villanova. (laughs) Like, we had one of the toughest rows, and we were one game away, obviously, from making the Final Four. But, you know, I respect that. I'm cool with that because at the end of the day, the team that we lost to, and we played them the best out of anybody in the tournament. The only one that competed. The only one. And they they won the whole championship. So, and that roster was packed. They had starting five, all got drafted. All got drafted, yeah. So, to me, it's like, you know, we fought hard. You know, we're battling through injuries. I was playing with a fractured knee. Key was playing with a broken toe. Yeah. You know, Zach was playing with torn ligaments in his ankle. Yeah. So there's a lot of things, man, that we played through for the school. Like, if it was any other situation, I'm not playing with a fractured knee. Right. Any other situation. Yeah, but you, you put your future in jeopardy. I'm, I'm not. I, don't, I didn't want to regret not playing with my brothers, like, on the highest stage that we could possibly get to. Like, I don't care if I would have had to hobble. You know, like I wanted to just be on the court with my brothers and like, and we did that, played, you know, the best we could. Obviously, you know, it didn't really go our way, but we were proud with how we played, mm-hmm. you know, how it ended and they ended up winning the championship. So that yeah. makes us look good. But, and y- y'all literally were the most competitive team yeah, that absolutely. played them. Absolutely. I mean, I'm getting chills thinking about that game. That could have went either way. Oh, absolutely. Either way. Absolutely. This is fire. Justin, this is fun. Absolutely. We're just freaking getting started. So, Guns up nation. We're Thanks. just freaking getting started. We had to take a little pause here. 
Like, here's a little background scene. We got to pause every half an hour for, for cameras. And, and Justin was spitting truth. He was spitting truth. And I, we had to stop whoa, 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 him. Yeah. We had to stop him. Like, no, 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 no. We're not recording right now, yeah. Justin Gray. Yeah. We have got to, we, we got to run this back. So, <sighs> Justin, mm-hmm. let's get real. Let's get real. Let's get real. You, you thrived through a coach leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, Tubby leaves, and that's your guy, right? Right. He leaves and he goes to Memphis. Two years later, he gets fired. That's just truth, right? That's just, those are facts. Those are factual statements. I'm not saying. look it up. It happened. Google me. Wikipedia me. Okay? And and, uh, you'll see that that's what happened. You you have an Elite Eight run. It's your your final year. You built this foundation. You and your crew built this foundation. Togetherness. Together we we attack. Right. Right? Like we are we are one unit. Next year, we go to the national championship. N- the very next year we go to the national championship, right? And it's like, holy cow. Look what we have built. And then your your guy bails. You mentioned this a little bit. Let's, bro, let's just talk about it, man. Like, what is going through your mind when that goes down? What's happening? Are you talking to the players? Like, guys, I've been through this before. I, like, literally, you have experienced this, this same thing. What's going through your head? What are you telling the players? Like, what's going on for Justin Gray? So, I'm going to set a scene. So, the national championship game, I was in uh, Bristol, England and the game was on I'm I have a game the next day but Tech is in the national championship so the game was on at like six in the morning it was like seven hour jump in yeah so I'm staying up I got tweeting this yeah because I remember seeing your tweets absolutely absolutely so I'm watching the game I got Keenan and Zach FaceTiming me at the game and then uh Nemo is on we were Nemo like they're all three sitting there and that's what I was trying to fly back to, to go to the game, but I couldn't. Uh, but all of them, they were just FaceTiming me so I could see the game and stuff like that. That's how tight we were, you know. And, um, yeah, man, just I remember it so vividly because it was like a roller coaster of emotions. Like, the high that I was when I was like, yo, Norris has made these free throws. Like, mm-hmm. it's right here. Yes. Yes. I'm going crazy. Like I got my jersey on. I got everything. I'm teched out right now. Like at a bar, going crazy. <laughs> Only one TV is on with the game. Everybody looking at me crazy. And this the last play, man. Uh, like I've uh, never been so heartbroken because I knew obviously like everything that we did to build to get them to that stage to have an opportunity to win a national championship. It was and it was like right in our grasp, and it was. Boom. And now championship appearances is never guaranteed. Yeah. It's never guaranteed. So the fact that they got there a year after we made the Elite Eight, it's a true testament, you know, to obviously what Coach Beard did, the culture he was yep. building, um, the guys buying into to the process. Um, but it was, it was one of the most amazing games, man. I was so happy. Like, I mean, I was sad at the same time. 
especially for Norris, you know, guys like that that you know yeah. I, I battled and you know went to war with. Yeah. And just him having the ability, the opportunity to win a national championship and being that close and really beating being the deciding factor to winning the national yeah. championship. Yeah. yeah. You know, knocking down two yep. big free throws. Yeah, big, big free throws. Huge. And to have it slip away, you know, five seconds later. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's it was just a closeout. Man, yeah, just a miscommunication yeah. to close out. That's that's all it was. Yeah, you know, stuff exactly. that stuff that we do in the back of our minds, like mm -hmm. could do that in my sleep. That's how that's how much you know we worked on rotations and stuff with Coach Adams and yeah. and, and Coach Beard. So, but some, it's like that in games, man. Something sometimes you know how to do something so well, and you just you can't really explain why you didn't do it. You just you know you yeah. just didn't it do just it. Didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So. Yeah. Um, my fault. I I, I kind of got sidetracked. Just, no, just no, this is good, man. This just is like we just that. let's go down memory lane, bro. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, what's what's this is good. Keep rolling, man. Yeah. Keep rolling. This goes this goes wherever we want it to okay. go. Okay. So, um, yeah, man. Just that uh that whole experience, just to see them make the championship the year after, was you know really you know really wild to me. And then the fact that I heard from current not current but. Post players that were currently on that team, the the, you know, the year that Beard left, you know, telling me they had talked to him, similar to what we did with Tubby, very similar. Hey, I ain't um, leaving. Nothing to worry and about. That's exactly what he told him, and that's exactly what they told me. So, in terms of, he was just like, you know, nah, like I'm not, you know, I got. He actually made a tweet. He actually made a tweet. He did. He actually made a tweet saying, I can't wait. To get back at it with this team well, and, and compete for national championship next year, and changed his Twitter banner to to his uh, his guns up right. welcome like right. So that's why you know whenever the news came out, I was very like it caught me like by surprise because I saw the tweet and it was the team it was the team photo and then he tweeted it and I was like all right bet like I was like yeah Coach Beard you know locked in yeah, and locked I see in. the you know leaving for Texas and I was just like. <laughs> did it feel like did it feel like games to you? Because it's it's done on April one, four to one, and it's done yes. on the day yes. that UT yes. doesn't have to pay Tech an extra million dollars. And a million dollars to UT is a drop in the bucket. Right, that's nothing right. to them. That's sure. like, oops, I dropped my penny. Right, whoopty freaking do. Right, like all that for us as a fan felt dirty AF. I didn't even but, realize that until somebody had tweeted about the four to one, four to one coming yeah. on April. And I looked at the date and I was like. Like, how does that sit with you? Because he he's your, like, you're not going to talk bad about Coach Beard. Nah, no, you're not. Because sure. he's your guy. Right. But but real talk, like, how did that feel to you? I mean, obviously, just being a Tech alumni, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. It's especially, stung, yeah. you know, yeah, def, yeah it, it, it's stung, yo, because it's like, and I have a different perspective. Like I said, like, I wasn't currently at Tech, you know, while he, you know, made that transition. Like, it's different, though, with Tubby leaving – I can speak really personal on that because I experienced that. You know, I was on the team. I went through that. Obviously, with Beard, I'm overseas, and I'm reading it through Twitter and, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all these things. And it still hurt me because it was like, that's, that's my guy. Like, he put Tech back on the map where it should be. Absolutely. And for him to leave, not only leave, bro. In the way he did. And not even the way he did. Like, bro, you go to Texas, bro. Like, you go to UT. And I get it. That's your that's your school. Right. You graduated from there. You went to school there. I get it. But in terms of, like I said, when you make a decision like that, like, you got to know the repercussions and, you know, the consequences that come with that in terms of, you know, you just getting at games and, you know, fans getting on you. Like, 
We hate Texas. I don't like Texas. I never liked Texas. I hate Texas. Anytime, I hate Texas. anytime I see Texas memorabilia in stores, I turn I, it upside down. Yes. Every time, it's a habit. Yes, you know. And and then you ask the person wearing the UT gear, "Hey, when'd you graduate? At Walmart? Yeah. Oh, you, you did? You didn't? Oh, okay. and that shirt's from Walmart, uh, yep. bro. Yeah. Shirt from Walmart. Yeah. And you got that? You got in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> but. Yeah, man, it, it, it rubbed me kind of the wrong way. But, you know, at the same time, like I said, I understand, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. You know, yep. he's trying to, he, like I said, he wants the challenge. You know, Texas is a very difficult school to thrive in. Because nobody cares about basketball at UT. Right. No one cares. Right. Right. And the only really positive connotation that they have is they always produce, you know, NBA players. Right. You know, they have a great NBA, you know, list of NBA players. Number one is most likely Kevin Durant. No doubt. Yeah. KD. You know, that's the most, that's their bread to their butter. You know, that's what they're most known for, you know. And grass is not always greener on, on the other side, man. And like, it's not. You know, I know Texas is, is Austin is nice. You know, they got the facilities, whatever you want to sure. throw horns up. It's really like yeah, that. Every time. But, uh, yeah, man, like, and like I said, like, he was my guy. And I wanted to see him do good from a coaching standpoint. Obviously, versus Tech, you're going to catch that L. But other than that. 0-2. Yeah, you know, 0-2. Say that again, 0-2. 0-2, baby. 0-2. In Lubbock and in Austin. You know, but I always wanted to see him do good. And like I said, it's a very difficult job to thrive in, man. Because like you said, they don't really have the fan engagement. It's not really, okay. They're not moving like us. No, they're not. They're just not. They're not. It's not. It's like we got a different wave, man. Like we camping outside. You know, we shotgunning beers, you know, with. Former players, no, no, like I saw all this stuff, and I'm just like, there's no other student section that is like Texas Tech. I'm nope. sorry, facts. nope, love it or hate it, like that's facts. Yep. Any any list you see on Twitter for top student sections, Tech is always number one over Duke, over Kansas, over whoever Kentucky, like whoever you want to put us against. Guarantee you won't be more rowdy than us for sure. No doubt, hundred percent. I mean, I appreciate the realness. And again, like you're not trashing anybody. Nah. Uh, Speaking solely just on the decision that he made to leave for Texas, like personally wise, Chris Beard is loving to death. Like mm -hmm. he's gonna be at my wedding. That's for your sure. Guy. That's my guy. He took care of me, and that's all I ask when I'm playing. Are you taking care of me? Are you doing stuff for us? Are you? And he made me become a better man. Like yeah. when he came, this is the biggest thing too. Besides, you know, the living conditions and the gear and and you know all the materialistic things. The process that he brought in was, before I say this, Tubby was a great teacher. Taught us, you know, really set us up, you know, for Beard, you know, in terms of defense. You know, he was a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. Taught us a lot. I learned a lot from Tubby that I still use to this day. You know, Beard came in, and <laughs> the first week, like, was crazy. Like, the amount of stuff we had to do in the day was crazy. Yeah. Like, crazy. Night and day from what Tubby <laughs> had us doing to what, like, Beer had us, like, we were working a job. It was a job. Yeah. From 6 to, like, 8, 9 at night and class and, you know, mandatory lunch. If you're on weight gain, weight loss, maintaining, you know, strength coach over your plate looking at, you know, yeah. the food. Yeah. Just the whole process, man, it was kind of overwhelming at first. And then you started seeing people just start making strides. Keenan. Norris. Mm -hmm. Norris. Yeah. Zach. Myself. Like, just coming better overall players. And we were like, the first week we did, we are like, man, I don't think we could do this a whole year. Yeah. And then, you know, we're doing 300 shots, individual workout, uh, team practice, uh, small small group uh, workouts. Uh, then you go in the gym 
and, you know, get up shots. Because anytime, you know, beer was just like, if we don't see you in here, besides the time we tell you to be in here, that's an issue. So it was just that he was building that 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 crazy mindset. And that's why, you know, we had the year we had. Because yeah. everybody was on that. Everybody yeah. was willing to sacrifice and do their role well. Whatever your role was, Keenan, best player, green light, score, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Zach, highlight player, blocks, rebounds, Norris, big body, bruiser, me, two-way, Defender, mm-hmm. you know, block shots, you know, give you a little J5 pull up. Yes. Uh, it's, it, it, the list can go on and on. That J5 pull up was yeah. so pure. Oh, mid range. Mid range. You know that mid range. Anytime you're taking that shot, we're all going, all right, let's go. If you look, actually, the funny thing is that, like, I'm looking back on my highlights and stuff, and Norris would appreciate this. Like, every time I would shoot a mid range in like, my highlight videos, I see Norris Nor- taking off. He was like, <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Before he even went in, he was like, I, We all felt that like, way. I was like, Oh, that's pure. Yeah. And I, I remember, I like screaming, Do it more, do more. <laughs> Why are you not taking yeah. more shots? Jim? And like I said, man, it's because it was the role. Like, beer was, role. Very, yeah. beer was very, like, very strict with that. And we respected that. Can we touch on that? Absolutely. Because Matt Mooney talked about that yeah. this past Saturday. And uh, he he got real with us, and he said that playing in the motion offense was not fun. Right. He did not like no. doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he likes what Adams has done. And obviously, we got the Golden State offense rolling right. out this right. season, Absolutely. which will be really that. fun to I'm watch, man. Oh, electric. my gosh. That's going to be, nice. be electric. What was, it like, <laughs> what was it like playing for that, though, for you, though? Because you know that you can, like, Obviously, Keenan had the green light. Mm-hmm. Jarrett Culver had the green light mm-hmm. for the national mm-hmm. championship mm-hmm. team, but mm-hmm. nobody else really did, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like for you? Yeah, so I, Norris and I actually spoke about this on his podcast in terms of let's let, let's shout out Norris. Yeah, shout out shout out to Mom Bully Podcast yeah, every time. It's fire on all fire. platforms, oh Twitter, platforms, Instagram, man, fire. He does an that amazing. Mind job. Bully is fire. fire. Shout he out, gets me pumped up. I get on Twitter to look up what he's tweeted every morning because that gives me pumped. He's consistent. My man is consistent. Consistent. Got to respect it. Consistent. Shout out Big No. Shout out Big No, man. So we had talked about it in terms of, you know, that coaching change. Because Tubby and, you know, Coach Beard, they're different, completely different coaches. When Tubby was here, Norris loved it because we were more – Tubby's old school. Throw it in the post. Let him work. Clear out. Let him work out. And then, you know, let let him go to work. And we would do that all the time. And Norris was – to me, especially when he when he got like right like in shape and cut and built, he was a lot more comfortable and aggressive with Tubby because he was getting fed a lot more and got you know a lot more opportunities. Obviously, you know we we didn't run motion you know with Tubby like that. We didn't run it like that. When Beer got here, that was like non-negotiable. It was running the motion offense. This is what we're doing, and then it was like we would have individual meetings, and it was just like okay, you know he would ask you, you know, where do you see yourself, you know, doing this year, then he'll be real with you. Like, well, you know, with this year's team, like, you know, we really want you focusing on this, this, and this. So obviously you being a college athlete, you either do this, this, or this, or you're not going to play. play. So for me, it was, you know, usually guarding the best player, whoever it was, post, point guard, or, you know, whatever. Um, And usually switching with with another person, either Keenan or uh, or Zach, because Zach was a really great defender as well. Yeah. so that, that was one of my roles, my pull-ups, um, block shots, mm-hmm. uh, and just just doing all the little stuff. Like, and when he said, like, doing the little things, I was like, that's it. That's, that's, I could do that, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with doing that, taking charges, diving for loose balls, like, 
playing through broken knees. Yeah. Like, yes. Slapping my knee with a heavy textbook because I got a cyst in it. Like, there's a lot of stuff. And getting my knee drained after every game in the tournament. Yeah, yeah but Lubbock fell in love with bro. you for that. Like, we could see that. We could see. Like, bro, okay. J- J5 is Lubbock, bro. Yeah, that is he is Lubbock. Lubbock. I really you feel like Lubbock. that, though. I really do. Yeah, like, and that was his product. And that's what we knew J5. That's why we love J5. Right. But is that the role you wanted? No, it's, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, Norris and I, we spoke about it. At first, we hated it. I hated it. Like, Tubby wanted us all to, like, kind of get off. And so, like, we were all getting very, you know, just great opportunities to, to score. And it was fun. Like, mm. we weren't really winning that many games, but we were all just heavily involved in the offense. And it was, like, really fun to play. Right. Obviously, you know, Tubby got her playing motion. And if you don't really understand motion, like, if you have to think about motion, it's not going to work. Motion right. has to be fluid. fluid. Like, you don't yeah. have to think about the cuts, the screens, you know, the reads. It's just, like, a feeling. Yeah. So the amount of practices we had, you know, just running motion offense and, like, instilling it and drilling it into our minds and having the individual meetings and knowing what your role was and, like, you really not having a choice but to accept it or, yeah. like, you're probably just not going to play. Right, which affects you down the line. It was tough. And, like I said, like, it goes to what I was saying in terms of, Everybody on the team made that sacrifice for whatever it was, you know, to play and for the team to win, you know. And like I said, I was cool with, you know, Keen Dog having the green light. You know, I was cool with, you know, certain guys, you know, getting to shoot, you know, other things that other guys weren't able to shoot. But at the same time, we're winning. I'm playing. I'm having fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's so rare. I mean, we're seeing it now at Texas. Mm -hmm. You got to have a different class. That's what it comes down to. A you class win, we all win. In. You win, everybody wins. You don't find that every day. And that's every hard year. to find. It is. Yeah. But you can see that with, with Coach Adams recruiting, right? Yeah. Like, he's going after the guys right. who have got the mentality. Right. Like, let's get, them, let's get the dogs. Mm-hmm. Let's get the, the unselfish guys. And we'll see who our green light guy is. Now, I say that the offense is obviously going to look a lot different this year. Right. Yep. All five may have the green light. Were y'all a five out? Or four we out, one four in. Four out, one in. Okay, if so we were Norris playing is, small ball, we would go five out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but Norris, if Norris was in, he would always be um, in the paint, just going kind of block to block, posting right. up while we're doing cuts and stuff like that. Did, did Could Norris pop up to the elbow? Yeah, he yeah, could he pop stretch. up to the elbow. Yeah, he would stretch. stretch yeah. He would do short corner yeah. or pop to the elbow. And shoot. He could shoot He could right. shoot the mid-range. Like yeah. That was just one of his favorite shots. Yeah, yeah, he had that too. Uh, man, this is good stuff, bro. This is good stuff. Okay, so you mentioned grass didn't always greener. What do you? I'm 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 hesitating asking this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Let it fly. Let it fly. What do you think is going through Coach Beard's mind, knowing that he can't fill up his arena, so they had to build a smaller one, knowing that when when Tech comes to Austin, it's going to be half Tech again, unless they pull a TCU and try to shut Stop it down. Selling but they're they're not going to because. Tech is going to figure it out. We're going to fill up at least a third of their state. Let us make y'all money. Let, absolutely. What's the big Come deal? Come on, let us make you money. What do you think's going through his mind? I know it's hard to speculate, but do you think he thinks he made a mistake? Do you think he made a mistake? Let's go back. Do you think he made Me a mistake? Me personally, do yes. I think he made a mistake? Yes. Because, I mean. He had Lubbock on his you shoulders. Had, you had, you had. Everything essentially, yeah. you know, you you had tech being the most popular sport over football. He took over, and that's this is West Texas over football. Yeah. This is Texas. 
And I'm I'm and I'm talking about I'm, I went to games yeah. and watched Keen and, yeah. and, and Patrick and all these yeah. guys play. Over football, we're more popular than football. Like during the year, the, my last two years there, like that's crazy. That happened. That doesn't happen. It's not supposed to happen. Yeah, it's not, not in Texas. Happen. Not in Texas. So, no. just the fact that, you know, man, it's it's one of two things. It's either he feels like he made a mistake because obviously you know he sees what Coach Adams did in, in his first year, um, or it's. He's looking forward to that challenge. What do you think he's thinking? Me personally, knowing knowing Coach Barry, he's looking forward to the challenge. People af- after yeah. having after having a not really a good a great year, mm-hmm. still made the tournament. Yeah. Um, and but, but not that's UT's mo make the tournament. Ex- sure. Exactly, and that's that's not our mo. You know right. what I'm saying? Like now it's it's a certain level of expectation for Tech, which is what we wanted to create. Exactly. About winning championships and you know competing for Big Twelve championships, making the national championship again. You know yeah. that's what. We're trying to be consistent year on and year out. I feel like for Coach Beer right now, because of the year he had, he didn't have the year he wanted to have. Even though he made the made the tournament, that don't mean nothing to Coach Beer. I know Coach, that don't mean nothing to him. Mm-hmm. And I know he views that season as a failure, which he should. Um, but for this next year, in terms of like you're saying, getting the fans more involved, he had crazy incentives when he was here to get students at games, and he killed it. Like yes. he killed honestly, absolutely. You know, like, Fireside was bumping. Oh, I looked forward to the fireside. It was fun. Everybody I know was I looking forward being to the fireside. Man, it was like, fun. And that was just a, a idea he had in his head. Just all some funny stuff, yeah. you know, like just to joke around and have fun. And then they actually got very popular and he started doing it everywhere. And now he even took it to, you know, Austin. <laughs> oh, but it's cringe now. Man. It is cringe. It's cringe. It is cringe. It is it's cringe. not the same. It's not, it's not, it's not like home. Like it's, it's like, bro, you can. Yeah. Even a four to one to me is like. That's tech. It's like weird, yeah, to me because it's like you can't take that. Somewhere that else. was associated with tech. Like, yeah, I put that on my camp T-shirts I had you know, yeah. a couple years ago. Like, yeah, that's a big thing. Like he instilled that mindset in us, and obviously, like I said, like I know from a coaching standpoint, like you know that's obviously you know part of his process. That's what he, he you know talks to his players. So you know I respect that. You're gonna right. take that wherever you go. Player to player, you gotta respect that. right. But in terms of obviously you know just me, I associated four one with tech, and I still do. Yeah, yeah. like well, in, a, in a weird do. way. You know? Oh yeah. But yeah, I think Man. I think Beer's looking forward to getting the crowd. And however, he does it. I don't know. You, it's not going to be as it was here. It's not. But he it's, won't stop. No, he won't stop. That's the main thing. Yeah. I know Beer's no not going to stop. That's yeah. one thing I'll say until about he Beard. changes. Until he changes Texas. Yeah. Or until correct he gets canned. Correct. Correct. Shaka I mean, Smart. Shaka, this, this well, yeah. Well, Shaka Smart was was smart. <laughs> <laughs> he got out. Seriously, he, he got did. out. He, he got out before he, he got the boot. He yeah. And he's at a basketball school now, right? Mm-hmm. He's at a school mm-hmm. that loves basketball. Right. I mean, I, the the hard part that I see, and I don't, I don't want to just keep talking about Chris Beard. I want to switch to Coach Adams here in just a minute. Facts, but the the thing that like, and and I guess maybe this is the challenge part, and maybe the pride and a little bit of ego here is he's he, that program will never trump football. Never. Mm-hmm. It will always take a back seat. Yeah. yeah. And I have a hard time seeing him take a back seat. You know what I mean? But he has to take a back seat. And and I at tech are are the are the donors and boosters controlling the tech basketball team? When I while I was here, no. No. Who's controlling the athletic department? At UT, you already know who. You already know it's who's the controlling pockets. athletics. Yeah, you the already pockets. know who. It's the pockets. OPF. So I just, 
I don't I don't get it. Like I that shocks me, right? Like yeah. Yeah. what anyway, I, I don't know. I don't, like, That's a good point though. That's really a good point when you think about it. Cause I mean I've I even know that, you know, from Texas, like just that that's a big part of Texas athletics is the boosters and the donors and stuff like that. But at practice. For, yeah. Having a say. Having yeah. That's that's not that's not here. You over here, you can feel free to you know donate, support the team and stuff, but you're not going to come in here and then walk up to Coach Adams and uh, like 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 Coach Adams is not here for that. Oh, and it's, it's next level now in Texas with nil. I, I can only imagine. <sighs> All of a sudden, that lawyer that donated a million dollars is like, come yeah. here. I heard I heard a QB there or something just signed a deal with Bentley or something. I yeah, heard running back with Lamborghini. Yeah. It's, it's pretty unreal. He's making more money than his position coach. It's pretty unreal. That's crazy. And what? I'm sure we'll get an NIL talk here in a little bit. Well, and who's in charge at that point? Who's in charge exactly. at that point? Man, I, I appreciate the real talk, but I also appreciate the fact that, like, you you have shed light on the fact that Chris Beard's your guy. Mm-hmm. And I think I respect that. We all respect that. I think most Tech fans respect that. But at the same time, Grass ain't greener. Grass is not always greener. It's, I mean, like, you had, it's like, what What are you chasing, bro? You had everything. You had the everything. keys to I the city. I just can't understand. what. I mean, if it if it's a, a challenge that he's chasing, I, I guess I can get that. But it ain't going to get any better than what wow. you had. And it, was mean, on, it was only going up. It was only too. going up. It was only going up. Well, I mean, it, and it's it's getting better. And I feel like I'm sort of grateful. Looking back on it, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm glad it went down the way that it went down. But yeah. I remember the day that the tweet came out. I got on the loop. And I drove around for like two hours. I, I felt like my soul had been sucked out of me. I've done that a few times. Every time. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you have, man. I'm sure you have. But done that a few times. now we get to switch gears. And I appreciate the straightforwardness, the real talk, done with class. And, and I think that if Coach Beard watches this, he can respect everything that was said by you right oh, like yeah. he, can, he can call me that's the relationship we got we always it's, it's all real yeah, yeah. we talk that's just yeah. what it is he's a yeah. truth teller is what he always said like that was one of his main things that that stuck with me you know like he would always be like you know we're a team full of truth tellers like we don't tell lies in here you know we don't if you weren't in here and you didn't get your 300 shots in or you didn't get your individual in just say that if you yeah. didn't come in and watch film after a game you're supposed to just say that like yeah. don't Try to beat around the bush. Yeah, but I'm gonna be a salty tech fan right now. Absolutely, and, and go say, ahead. Uh, truth, truth teller, except hey, I'm not going anywhere, guys. Right. Truth teller when it's convenient. Hey, uh, but I'm salty. Hey. Okay, I'm salty. You, and I'm right, salty. rightfully I'm salty. so. However, however, I'm not salty about tech basketball. Nope, shouldn't be. Because <laughs> never would have happened if he didn't leave. The right man now. Has has stepped into the his rightful place. Long overdue. Long overdue, right? Long overdue. But it wouldn't have happened unless April first happened. Correct. It wouldn't have happened unless Coach Beard does what he does. And all due respect to, I have, I, I probably have more respect as a Tech fan than most Tech fans have for right. Coach Beard. Right. Yeah. But the right man has taken his seat. Yes, yeah. like ascended up, like yeah. you know, Mark. the chosen one, the chosen one, the chosen. So, so you said, uh, and I don't, I don't know if this is when the camera was rolling or not, but you said that when Coach Beard left, you called Kirby and said, "Bro, there doesn't even need to be a search." Yeah. Why? How did you know that Coach Adams was the right man? 
So Coach Adams was originally when Tubby recruited me. Coach Adams helped recruit me as well. So I had a relationship, you know, with Coach Adams. When I got there, Coach Adams and I we clicked like this because you know he saw that I was seeking knowledge from a defensive standpoint. I was already a great defender. Always have been a great defender. Always loved playing defense. That's yeah. like my identity, and I love it. So when he saw just my eagerness to just ask questions and learn about rotations and you know things that I do now on the court overseas, you know I got you know players on the court. Yo, yo how'd you how do you know I was doing that? And like when you come over and block <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, I'm like you're a prophet. I just got like a I got a sense like it's just a I can't yes, really explain it's just it. And being savvy and it's all it's all because of Mark Adams and Tubby Smith as well, but mainly Mark Adams, because there was a lot of nights I'll be in there two, three in the morning, Coach Adams just watching defensive clips and just trying to absorb as much as I can because I saw that he was a defensive guru, like a mastermind at it. Like I saw that and I realized it and I wanted to tap in and not really take having him as an assistant coach or just a person I can go to and learn for granted, you know, and look back on him like, ah, I should have I should have spent Too more time. Too much value there. No, like, I'm, ma- I'm making money, man, from yeah. things that – Mark Adams taught me, man, like, and yes, it's crazy. Yes, it's crazy. But I didn't. I don't know, man. It was just like, I as soon as I saw it, it was a uh, Mark Adams was in my head, and then it was just a pick. Like, I was like, yo, <laughs> yeah. there's, there needs to be no search, no like anything. I was like, Coach Adams has been here with Tubby. He left, which hurt me a little bit. Uh, but you know, rightfully so. Tubby left. You know, usually coaching staff changes. Uh, but we still stayed in contact. So that's what I'm saying. He's always been, a, you know, just a great guy. Even when I'm overseas, he calls me, texts me all the time. Yeah. Um, but whenever, you know, obviously that happened, and I don't know, I just felt like the right thing to do. Like he's been around the culture. Like when we built it up, like he was there, so like he knows. It made too much sense. Yeah. Like it, it, didn't, it didn't make sense for it to be somebody else. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. I couldn't see anybody else coming in here, and like, why would you not hire a West Texas? <laughs> Through and through, yeah, you know, who's been, won a national championship here, at a different level? Both coaches he's, who have elevated this program. He's been there. He's been the the man behind the scenes, right? And he's, he's and there. he's the mastermind behind what we're known for as a program, right? Like he is the reason why tech is known as a like it holds so much weight. I'm overseas. Anytime I wear a hat or anything like this, bro, you went to tech. That's what I get when Every I'm time. overseas, bro. Every like time. not even here. I'm yeah. overseas with it. Yeah. You go to tech, yeah. Yeah, you play defense, huh? Yeah. That's the that's first they thing know. they say. Uh-huh. So it's, it becomes like an identity with Tech. Now, and I love that. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it should be. Like, and it's so cool just to be thousand miles away from Lubbock and people associate defense yeah. with Tech. That's and, like, it, it holds some weight now. You know, before, when I, when I decommitted from Harvard, you know, committed here, where's Tech? What's yeah. that? Yeah. That's in, that's, that's in a big, that's a big school? Like, that's, that's the type of, yeah. like, oh, why'd you decommit from Harvard? Like, you crazy. Mm. That's the type of energy I was getting. But now it's more respect thing. For they sure. see the double T, they know what it is. They know what type of time it is. You got to respect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I'll be repping it so hard because I'm, I'm probably going to get it tatted on me yeah. soon, sooner or later. Yeah. But Let I me just, know when you do. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm there. For sure. Two times. Absolutely. On another note, shout out to, to Kirby, Hocut. Absolutely. Being one of the coolest ADs. Absolutely. Open phone policy. Absolutely. Listens to what his, his guys, his players say about a coach yep. and takes it to heart and makes it happen. And to, to his Kirby. credit, too, he called us. I forgot to mention this. He called us when the Tubby deal went down. Pulled us out of class. Out of quiz. Like, pulled me out of class. 
I was like, hey, you know, we got a meeting in you know, my office. I was just like, about, about what? He was like, you already know about what? I was like, just me? He was like, no. Nah. He's like, I'm pulling Keenan, Norris, and Zach all out of class. I was like, you could do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, like, I, told, I, I, I said, I yo, we're about to take a quiz. He said, don't worry about that. He was like, just come to my office. I'll take care of that. I said, say less. Say less. So I go. You know, we all in there. And then he's like, you know, he's asking us, you know, like, what are you guys, you know, looking for? And just that communication Man, level from the AD was you. so huge for us because it's, he, he didn't want to mess it up. Man. Like, he didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah. You know, he's had, obviously, I'm sure, in the past, you know, you've seen tech coaches come and go for basketball. Some stick, some not so well. But he saw the core. He saw, you know, the potential of what we had to do. And he wanted to make the right decision yeah. by us. Yeah. So he's asking us, what are you guys looking for? You know, this is who I have. This is who I'm thinking about. And keep this in mind. Like I said, Todrick called me before this meeting. And, you know, he was like, how you guys feel about Chris Beard? And, you know, we all told him. And then... He's like, all right. He's like, that's what you guys want to do. He's like, that's what we're gonna do, and rest is history. You know, like Tony. from from talking with us, like that's yeah. like crazy. They don't make them like that. They anymore. don't. They don't. And yeah. that's why. I mean, I gotta find the clip. I think it's on Twitter somewhere, but in my archives. But there's a clip of me and Kirby after we lost to Villanova. I'm a senior. You know, battle through a broken knee. Obviously, bro, just broke down. Yeah, like yeah. I broke down. Yeah. Balling like. Cause it was over. First person just consoled me, like, and there's a video of me and him just, I'm just breaking down, and he's just like has me and just saying like, thank you in my ear, like, thank you for everything, like, this is not over yet. Yeah. I promise you, like, you did everything that you promised me that you would do. Yeah. I appreciate you. I love you. Like, it just hit me in a whole nother level, like, and I want to find a video too. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, we gotta get it. that. Yeah, will you text Kirby and yeah. ask if? We can use that. Give him, have him give you permission for absolutely, us to use for that sure, clip. absolutely, okay. absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely one of my favorite clips, man. It's, yeah. it's heartfelt. Like when you see it, you like, damn, it's a real deal, real deal, real guy. Shout out to Kirby. Shout out Kirby. Absolutely, I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that is sure. that is truly unique. But but that's the piece of like the athletic department as a whole, the basketball team. Like we're zooming in on the basketball team, right? Like we are as good as our leader up at the top, and we got a good one. We got like, to one. come and pick you up and <laughs> yeah. hug you like that, like crazy. And to ask you your opinion, most yeah. ads, it's all it's such a political game everywhere else. Exactly that they don't have time to do that with you. Oh man, that gives me chills. But I was at, I was at football practice day two fall camp. Kirby's out there with his whole family. Yeah, he ain't got to uh, be there. Yeah, I'm telling you, this dude is bought in. I got the utmost respect for I Kirby love that. forever. And, yeah. But not, not just not just day five. You know, obviously what he did. Like I can call Kirby. Yeah. Anybody, anybody. It's he knows phone. who everybody is. He knows every, well, about everybody's I family. I can't call Kirby. Anybody who played. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can now. <laughs> maybe I can now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shout out Kirby. That's good stuff. So, so you just intuitively you just knew Adams was the guy. Yeah, like it. If there could be anything faster than a middle, like as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, this is this it's is easy. this is Coach Adams. I like for sure, like a hundred percent. Yeah. There's no other person that makes sense that you can bring in here that wants to be here and change the coach and really care about the program and really want to change it. You yeah. can bring in a guy that, okay, you offer him four or five mil. All right, but I'll go here and try to do the best I can. Nah, Coach Adams wanted to continue what we built. Yeah. Because he's from West Texas. You know, like he wants to see Tech be amazing. You know what I'm Tech saying? Tech is his home. It's his school. So there was no, no doubt in your mind that he wasn't, that he was staying here, that he wasn't going to Austin. 100%. Yeah. I knew I, I knew like I, I knew he was a, and Beard asked him to get on the plane. He was like, "Nah, ain't no way." Mm -hmm. Oh, 
Yeah. And then you got hired. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's 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 all connected, and I'm just doing you know my part. And like I made a, a huge tweet. Like we didn't talk about this yet, but you know another big thing that happens with coaching changes is transfers. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Obviously, you know we saw it when Beer left. You know, I had my two cents about it on Twitter. It went viral. had like 4,000, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was heartfelt. Like, that, yeah. that literally, I was typing that for like 30 minutes just about, I didn't make no changes, just talking how I felt. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been through that in terms of, I was telling people, like, I committed to the school, not the coach. Even though I love Tubby, you know, I love, you know, Chris Beard. I fell in love with the school. I fell in love with the school, and I felt an obligation to finish what I started. I was raised to once you start something, you got to finish it. Yeah. No matter if you don't like it, no matter if, you know, whatever the case was, little league, basketball teams, yeah. tournaments, whatever it was, once I start something, my mom always made me finish it. And that's followed me, you know, to this day. And that's kind of the mindset I had. And probably making my decision overall for myself was like, nah, like I committed to this. And I loved it here. Like I enjoyed my first two years so much, just, you know, chilling with guys like, you know, Keenan yeah. and, and you know, associating with different sports and just living a college life. Like, I was really comfortable here. Shout out Connor Curry. Shout out, out yeah, shout to my boy Connor, man. <laughs> that was the thing, you know, people don't really realize, like, basketball, football, baseball, tennis. Like, we're, we see each other every day. Every day. Like, every day we're doing lunch together, study hall. Right. Like, that's family, too. Family. So, yeah. it would like, he knew, like, if he were to, like, leave, like, that's the relationship outside of yep. basketball that he would have, yeah. that have lost, like, so it was like just everybody tied in. Like it wasn't just like he played basketball. That was it. Like it would have hurt me if he would have left. And mm-hmm. He knows that. Mm-hmm. That's everybody real. was bought in, and That's nobody real. really sees that. No, a fan don't see what we do every day. Mm-hmm. But I mean, every it's just tight knit every sport. So can we speak on that then? Players leaving. Absolutely. What What is your What is your perspective on that? My honest opinion on that is, first and foremost, everybody is allowed to entertain or you know seek other opportunities that they deem most beneficial to them i believe in that um and i respect that at the same time i feel like it's a game like you were saying you know people like if you wanted to transfer and and you know you figured out you know something wasn't for you you would know that within the first year of being somewhere. exactly yeah if you're gonna stay here two three years and be successful and have sold out games and you know have it turned on campus and living in a movie essentially what are you chasing i don't i don't just me personally like i don't get you know it, it's almost like you know they have a reason to transfer and like i said the transfer portal is different now so sure. you don't have to sit out anymore yeah. so guys are like more inclined yeah. to do that transfer thing like obviously when i was playing that was a big thing like before you make that decision you will have to sit out a year no questions asked so it's like a ah all right, you know, some guys be like, I bet I can do that. And yeah. some guys are like, nah, like, I'm not trying to waste a year, you know, and be a red shirt, and, like, they're not trying to do that. So my opinion on it is, you know, if it benefits you and it makes sense, do it. But in terms of if you're doing it for a solely selfish, you know, reason, kind of following the wave, you know, when you had it somewhere, you know, good, and they took care of you, they loved you, like, they cheered for you, everything like that, to me it just – I feel like people were just too quick just to yeah. jump on a ship and just change, like, and just go somewhere else without really taking the time to really think about it before making that decision. And I don't know everybody's personal, you know, issues, situations, whatever they got going, which probably made them make that decision yeah. in the first place. But sure. 
whenever Beer left and I saw you know, our whole team was on the transfer. Yeah. Like I yeah. was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I made the tweet. I yeah. was like, and I made it quick. I saw yeah. it. I was like, this is literally the whole team. Yeah. yeah. I said, that's crazy. Yeah. We we didn't know if we were gonna have a basketball team. Right. And 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 that's when people started doubting coach. Like, can he recruit? I have people hit yeah, can yeah. he recruit? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. He exactly. doesn't seem like a <laughs> Players, players, coach. It doesn't seem like he can relate to you guys. Anymore. I said, bro, he can relate to ways that you don't even think. So, yeah. I said, Coach Allen's been through it. Yeah, I know when we were playing, you get a transfer and like you're like, oh, and you know what situation he's a transfer. Like this dude quit on his team. Like, what makes you think he's just gonna come here and not quit on? That's the connotation. And now right it's just there. like oh. people are embracing it. Like this dude didn't just quit on his team. His brothers, the same brotherhood that we were talking Man, about, he uh, just up and left. That's a great point. Right, that Dude. is a great point. Do, and I'm going to ask both of you this question. Do you think that if you were a student athlete today, though, you would have that same perspective? Like, y'all are, y'all are older now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got ex- life experience. Mm-hmm. You've lived overseas. Mm-hmm. You've built a business. You're a dad. You have wisdom now. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you would have that same perspective if you were a 19-year-old kid knowing? Like, let's pretend like, you, the transfer portal were a thing when Tubby left. Do you right. think you would have had that type of insight to be able to think that way? And I'm just trying to play devil's advocate right. here. No, that's a good question because, I mean, at 19, we were still making the same decisions we'd have to make today, really. But were we ready? Are we ready to make those decisions at 19? I, I, I don't, I can't say that I was. Things probably would have been a lot different after my first coaching change. Yeah. And I get, you know, 250 offered from TCU. I can't. I can't answer that, but I do know, I do know, like, I've always looked down on transfers just because I, I can't quit on my brothers. Right. I always knew I wasn't going to commit to a coach, especially when I got there and I'm in the trenches every day with my guys. Like, I'm locked in. There ain't no way I'm leaving. Uh, let me keep being, being devil's advocate, though. Yeah. Bryson, Adonis, Davion. All like, transfers, yeah. All transfers. I'm just trying to play both sides. <laughs> all yeah. said, I'm gonna say all said. By the way, they all said this. They wish they were here for four years. I'm just gonna throw that out. Adonis there. said that. Well, and his that that clip went viral of us when I asked Adonis. Adonis hey, said, "I ain't got another yeah. year." He cut me off. He didn't even have, he didn't <laughs> let me finish the the, the question. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, if you had one more year, all would you?" Do it? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. So exactly. All that's a great said point. That. Man. All of them said that, and that's not. That's not big enough, Texas Tech, in any way. That's just saying it like it is. That's players that have transferred. They've been on all different types of levels through college. Being in Lubbock for one year and one year only changed their life, and they're forever tied into it. So why does K-Mac and TJ take off? See, and I still – I don't know. Like, TJ is from – Yeah, he's from Chicago. He went back Chicago. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Sure. That makes sense to me. Absolutely. And – uh. And I respect and I respect uh, TJ because you know he played his butt off here, man. He was Absolutely. one of the realest dudes, you know, like I met, you know, just on the, on the, on the team. Um, and I just love like his just tenacity and his effort. And He's electric, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was he he turned the USA upside down on his dunks. Like I mean, some of those highlight real plays are. I watch it through the computer or TV and like it gave me. I'm like, yeah. yo, yeah. yeah. When it was up for TJ, I mean, it was electric, crazy. I mean, that that dunk on Duke. Yeah, when we go oh, on that, stupid. Yeah, unbelievable. But we all saw it got shaky, right? Why are we pulling TJ out? Why, right? right. You can see his frustration because he's very emotional. Right. Yeah. Very so emotional obvi- player. Obviously, something wasn't right to where he was just, he got fed up with it, which 
it's unfortunate. I would love to have seen him stay, and but yeah. like I said, everybody's situation is different, and that makes exactly. sense. You know what I'm saying? You from you from the shy, you going back home, being closer to family. What about K-Man? Um, K-Man, like I still don't, I still don't know. That caught me by total surprise, yeah. honestly. That one's tough. Like I don't even know the slightest information on why that even happened. From the outside looking in, you know, I'm sure it was, you know, he thought about it, it was a tough decision, you know, I'm sure, but just from the outside looking in, it's it's always gonna look bad and he's always gonna get, you know, I mean, hate for it. Kansas. You go to the team that beat you for the Are Big you? Twelve championship. Man, to go be the point guard there. The team that we, we always be in tech. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go get Kansas. That's yeah. the team. Yeah. That, that's who we gotta beat, right? And K Mac was loved here, what? yo. Loved what? here. He built he built his personal brand up so well. Just like I did just when like I was you here. Did. Like Man. everybody I was talking to was like, yo. Kevin McCullough, Kevin McCullough, Kevin McCullough. And I and I rock Kevin's 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 yeah. my homie. So no doubt. Uh but yeah, like I just I saw that I was like, damn, I said like, you went to KU. Mm -hmm. I was like, man. You know, like I said, like if it's best, if that's what's best for him and he truly believes in that, I'ma support him because that's you know, that's my homie. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's like I'm still tech, you know, to the to the to the day I die. And it's like, you're here for three years, you know, you gave tech everything you had yeah they gave you everything they had back and yeah. supported you yeah you just that's like it's just the team it, to me it's just the team that he that he went to that that i have a problem with not that he went mm. somewhere else to have a better opportunity Same. like tj went you know to, to illinois went back i home. hope he goes crazy over yeah. there so i, really do. I, I do too i think most of really feel that way you know yeah. tj me too but it's like anytime you transfer like there's another player i think his name was it um Michael, yeah, he was a freshman. I mean, he really didn't make the impact yeah. K Mac did. Right. It, it was still salty. Like, I just got yeah. a problem with transferring in it, conference. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like, okay, devil's advocate, Jalen Tyson. True. And that's wild <laughs> in itself, too, because he was originally committed to Tech. That's right. true. Yeah. So, so that's different. That's different. <laughs> and he Texas. spoke, he and he spoke like, right, yeah, on that. And we asked him. Mike and I asked him that specific question, and he and, and he he broke down the story, and and he said and not use his words. Go back and watch the podcast with with that, that he gave his story. But he basically said, as soon as he decommitted, he knew he made a mistake. Like he knew this was home. He knew this was the place Dang, for him. I, was, I love that. Yeah, and so I for him, it was like the whole time it was like, no, uh, uh, my heart is in Lubbock. My heart is in Lubbock. So I've just got to play devil's advocate, though, here, because it's complicated, right? Like, yeah. it's not so black and white like right. it used to be. Right. But still, that stuff hurts. Did you have a role in talking to uh, the the team, like Marcus and, um, oh, gosh, like all those, that whole crew that basically put their tra their name in the transfer portal when Beard left? Did you have a role in talking to those guys? Uh, not a direct contact role. Like I said, I just made that tweet, but I know they all saw that tweet. Oh, everybody yeah. saw, I that tweet. Know, saw that I tweet. I know everybody, everybody, saw, saw, everybody that saw that tweet. You know, and yeah. the amount of love that I got just from speaking, like I wasn't looking for any admiration or support or, oh, man, that tweet was all, Like yeah. I wasn't looking for none of that. I was yeah. just speaking the truth from my experience and what tech meant to me and what it means to be on the Texas Tech men's basketball team Yeah, and what it means to the city. Like, all I asked was just for to really think about it and really make sure that you're making a decision for you and the school and you're not making a decision based off of a coach because you already know it's a business. Coach can be up and out just like that. Just like that. And you stuck there unless you transfer, but that's a whole other process, mm -hmm. you know? But I said, I feel like there's good and bad things, obviously, with the transfer portal because, like I said, you got, you know, guys like Adonis, you know, 
Davion, B-Dub, all these, all these guys that transferred in that made an amazing impact yeah. and bought into the process. Yeah. Right. You know, there's a, those are good, you know, got their head on straight guys that know what they want, yeah. play the right way. But at the same time, you got bad recruits too or bad transfers that transfer exactly. to a school and turn it upside down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's – But back to, back to the, the, the genius of Coach Adams though. Right. Like I – and I don't know him like you do obviously, mm-hmm. but I feel the trust of – this man is going to get his guys and not just go get the selfish, like, we got 10 guys on the team that all want the green light. Like, he knows who he's going for, right? Yep. Do you feel that trust, too? Like, you, like if he's going after Elijah Fisher. You trust that. You know that Elijah Fisher catches his eye because he's going to fit what we're trying to do here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let's contrast that, too, then, like, Bringing back Coach Beard up, mm-hmm. his first year at UT, he gets all these big name guys because he can, right? Because he can, right? And and it doesn't work, right? You, you know he's about is. to preach. I feel it. Preach. Were you Jake? Preach. Were you, what, preach. Three, were you a three star? So yeah, I was. I was a three okay. star. I think all of us were three star. Yeah. Keenan, Zach, yeah. Lawrence, I don't think all there were any four stars. Yeah, there was team. not. Yeah. We yeah. weren't. And. We were getting laughed at. Yeah, like we were getting exactly. laughed at when we came in. It was like we were one of the lowest recruiting classes in the twelve, and you know, but we ended up being one of the best classes that came in. Yeah. You know, so exactly. To go with what you said, I'm gonna be real. I don't give a damn about ratings, rankings, stars. Yeah, like that's yeah, never meant anything to me. Never will. It's great. Cool, you played in McDonald's All-American, Jordan Brand, classic game. That, that's cool. But once that's over, guess what? You got to come here, and guess what? We all on the same level. Yeah. We all start from the same exact spot. They don't care if you McDonald's All-American, none of that. Like, And that's how Coach Adams approaches it. So he doesn't mm-hmm. really play favorites or, you know, has favoritism to somebody just because, you know, they're all All-American. Yes, they're probably most likely going to play off-rip because, you know, they're a five-star. They're expecting a lot. Right. Expectations is high. Mm-hmm. But if you don't you know, succeed up to those expectations or, you know, you're just below, there's another guy, another two, three-star recruit working his butt off that's coming right behind you and taking your spot. chasing you down. AKA, I hate to use me as an example, but I came in as a freshman, (laughs) like, not expecting to play. I outbeat all the upper-class guys, like, no disrespect to them, but it was just, I wanted it. Yeah. You know, and I I got it, and Tubby saw that. So, and I wasn't going to let anybody tell me different. So... Do you do you are you afraid though moving forward because you know what kind of coach Coach Adams is? He's right. a dog, right? Uh, he, he's a players coach, but he's a dog. Mm-hmm. Like he he don't care. He's, like you said, he doesn't care what your star rating is. Oh. Do you have a fear that as the tech brand has grown mm-hmm. to one of the biggest? Like we're not a we can't we can't pretend to be something we're not. We're not a blue blood school yet. We're red blood. Right. Red blood. We're though. red blood. That's nice. But we're right wave. there. Right. We're right there. We're yeah. the new wave. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the brand grows. The name grows. It's more popular. Uh, these these kids are are these fourteen year olds. They know who we are. Right. Do and they've been told for four years how awesome they are. In the next four years, they're gonna be told how awesome they are. Do you have a fear that some of the wrong mentality kids? show up on campus like maybe UT experienced last year 
and I'm not casting any negative light on any of those guys. I don't know those guys. Right. I don't right. know them. Right. So I'm not trying to say anything negative. I'm just speculating on why it didn't work the first year. Mm-hmm. Do you have any fear that that could potentially happen here? Uh, any fear? No, because just the way the staff and the program is set up currently, there's a lot of people on staff that, that were here when I was here. And then, you know, like Coach Pinkins came back. Al Pinkins came back. Like, that was huge. Yeah, like, I was saw huge. him. It yeah. was so exciting. I was in his office for like an hour and a half, man, just talking. Yeah. Like, when you keep it in the family, and obviously, you know, he wanted to come back. Like, he wanted to be here. So it's like, it's only right. You want people that want to be here mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You don't want people that have, you know, the resume and you bring them in and then they're just going to, you know, yeah. not really give it their all because they're not really fully yeah, engaged exactly. in it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't think I really have a fear of that because Coach Adams does a really good job about really seeing through uh, seeing through all that. Um, exactly. Like he saw my, you know, my genuineness, you know, my family, you know, hospitality and just like he, he knew the type of character guy I was and I, I knew what type of character guy he was. So we kind of just, it was, it was the same, same vibe. We were on the same wavelength, but yeah, I feel like the the coaching staff is pretty like pretty much the biggest filter. Yes. As far as, you know, once we get up to that that tier where we're getting four or five stars, you just trust your staff, right? Yeah. You trust that they know. I mean, they're building the culture. They know who's a good fit, who's not. Mm-hmm. And I've been in war rooms yeah. where it's been, you know, like with Adams and Beard, like I've been in war rooms talking about, you know, people that they're going to offer and yeah. stuff. And it's uh, literally four or five star recruits. Adams... Nah. Uh, not even hesitating. He he yeah, not even he- it's a five star recruit. Not even hesitating. Nah. Or fourth nah. <laughs> Two or three star recruit. Worried about that. Beard, he that's he's he's he got something on like you know, and Beard be like, all right, like That's all we need. All right, Adams, you got that's it. insight right there. Like let's take a big old transition here. Mm-hmm. What do you foresee for this next year's team? Have, have you been in some of the practices to see some yeah, of the Yeah, I've guys? been I've been to a lot. What do you think? Um, number one, that's always one of my favorite things to do when I come back. You know, obviously just to see the coaching staff, you know, show my face just, you know, around the place, you know, because I still obviously am heavily involved and want to be heavily involved, you know, with keeping up, you know, with Texas Tech basketball. Um, I'm not one of those alumni that play, graduates, and then don't really care about what this college is doing. You know, I got – I grew up here. I became a man here. So, yeah. it's, it hits different for me. Yeah. Um, this year's team, crazy talented, crazy talented. Like crazy talented. Not not saying that in, in the least bit of you know exaggeration or whatever, but you know, they get they're very young. You know, guys like Elijah Fisher, and I don't really know, you know, all the guys you know personally yet, but just watching um I the day I came, Elijah came in, um, got into Lubbock, so he was practicing for the first time and just to see, you know, his frame, you know, six six, big body. Yeah, like, that's, a, that's a man. Just yeah. doing, you know, he does everything. Like, yeah. you know, can dribble, you know, can pass, you know, can shoot, he's aggressive. Has a lot of potential and has a lot of work to do still. For sure. Um, but definitely, I would say it was a great five-star pick by Coach Abs. I could tell he's a humble kid and he's one of those, he just wants to work, you Boom. know, and doesn't really care about the rankings. And that's yeah. that's a great fit for Tech. Um, it gets me fired up right there. Defense is going to be, I would say, probably a little issue at first, probably in the beginning of the season, which it was the same for me with Beer's first year. It was a huge issue with us in the beginning yeah. of the year. Huge issue. Yeah. Because um, it's not easy. Well, and that was when we transitioned right. to. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and it's not it's not easy. Um, all these guys are very young. It's going to take some time uh, for them just to really kind of get clicking on, you know, siding defense and, you know, rotating and stuff like that. But 
other than that, offensively, man, like they look great. You know, Dawes and Bacho look amazing. We keep hearing about Bacho. Bacho looks like a monster. That's why he's taking this offseason, probably doing him very well. Oh, man. From, from what I saw last year, you know, before I left to what I'm seeing now is like night and day. Yeah. Like he's a, like he's a beast in the paint. Like just. Man, and I hear he, I hear his his shot is pretty pure yes, too. It is. He, look, he looks good. But him and Dawes. Dawes is more like finesse. Has that like great footwork. Yeah. Can shoot. Can shoot the crap out of it. Yeah. Um. You know, loves the baseline spin. You know, dunk like he was killing killing yeah. that in, in the scrimmage. But uh, I'm just really excited to see him because number one, they're a young team, so I kind of have a connection with you know a young team because you know, we were on yeah, a young team. You, you yep. see a lot of them in you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's the perfect way to say. It. Yeah. I see a lot of them. In my class, yeah. you know the the class that I came in with. So, um, and they're all, they're all tight knit, man, and and good. But I would say the biggest issue, not issue, but the biggest thing they're going to have to overcome is you know just getting that defense right. So, what do you say to the tech fan who is going to maybe lack some empathy and patience for that in the early season? Like, what do you tell what do you tell Guns Up Nation? Like, hey, listen, this de- like you said, this defense is really challenging. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Like, why is it so challenging and why, why should we be patient with the team? Well, there's a lot of terminology, like, in our defense. So, you know, we got sharp, gray, red, white, um, side, down, recover. Like, there's a lot of terminology that you're always going to be communicating. Like, and it's, it's everybody. Like, you know, help side is saying goalie while, you know, person on ball is saying on ball. Then the big that's coming up is saying, yo, side him. So, you know, that tells me to switch. Like, there's a lot of things that have to happen simultaneously mm-hmm. for it to work. You know, if somebody is late in communicating something, like the big doesn't say side it and I don't side it and he goes middle, like that's a, that's a potential bucket. And right. That's just one small miscommunication. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that you have to do communication-wise to make sure it's all flowing. Um, cause once it, once it flows and you have a team that wants to take charges, as I'm sure you saw when we played Duke oh, and Zion oh, yeah. and what we were doing yeah. to him, yep. Yep. it was a field man. day. It, it was, was but I, I, the, the, the ice baths y'all probably had to take after yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I love that. That was a football game. Yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> Bring well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. same vibes, huh? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, freshmen, right? Yeah. What we say about freshmen. Speak up, Absolutely. communicate. Absolutely. A lot of freshmen Absolutely. on the court. Somebody's yep. got to speak up. That's always a challenge. I never had a problem with that, right. speaking up. You know, he told me to talk more. Obviously, when I first got there, it was more just I'm observing, kind of, you know, learning my place and, you know, just to see who's captain, who's, you know, leaders yeah. of the team and stuff. And then once you find, you know, where you can be vocal and stuff, like I was vocal. And the older guys, like, they loved that. Yeah. You know, all, all the, you know, sophomores, juniors, seniors, all of them respected that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And they're like, yo, you don't play like a freshman. I was like, I don't think of myself yeah, exactly. like a freshman, bro. What's up? Yeah, you can get exactly. to it right now. Like, what's up? And that's why you're the only freshman that played on that, on that team, right? Well, you were the same. Yeah, in I redshirted though. True, but still, yes, I'm still. A I mean, freshman. a redshirt that's, freshman yeah. is still young. Spotting positions, especially yeah. in football. Yeah. At safety in the Big yeah. Twelve, yeah, you got to speak crazy. up. Nah, that's crazy. I struggled with it, but you got to speak up. That's crazy. Yeah. So I can see a lot of struggles going starting early with that, but they're talented. We got a good defensive coach. Once they learn the colors, uh, the schemes, uh, the rotations. I would say like be right seamless. before conference, I could see them like yeah, yeah. getting it because that's that's what happened with us. You know, we had some close games that should have been close games, and then you know, twelve started, and then we lost a couple, and then it was like all right, you know, now we know what we know we're do. doing. You know, so it's 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 gonna be cool. Mike, remember this clip that we're fixing to create here, okay? Okay. Because because this is one that we post 
when we have a tough loss and the the dra- over dramatic fans come out Man. on Twitter and just start thrashing Man. because we know it happens. All right, we know it happens. Justin, let's go into uh, late November, early December. Okay, and maybe we we go on a losing streak because we're a young team and you foresee some challenging issues on the communication side. Mm-hmm which leads to a highlight dunk, right. which leads to momentum for the other team, right. which can get them on a roll and we can't catch back up. Right. Tell the Texas Tech fan that's freaking out why they need to chill. Mark Adams. Oh! <laughs> Mark Adams. Period. That's, like, that's it. Why would you... Number one, I'm going I'm to say this off, off rip. They doubted him year one. That's just that's just a fact. The amount of tweets I saw, and I'm not saying everybody in, in you know Red Raider Nation, but majority of people were definitely doubting you know Coach Adams folding, and, yeah. and his ability to recruit and his ability to really take leadership of a team. And bro, we too old Texas. <laughs> like, what more do you want from like Coach? Like, like let's be honest. Like, yeah. he did literally the impossible. Nobody thought he was gonna be beating Coach Beard two times mm-hmm. his first year. As a head coach yeah. at Texas Tech, with with a brand new squad, with a brand team new full team, of transfers, mm-hmm. yeah, brand and new you squad. make the Sweet Sixteen, bro, first year, like that's yeah. incredible to me. Yeah, and Duke has to shoot eighty one percent in the second half to barely pay, beat pay you. the best game of their lives. Yeah, thank you. So yeah. it's like, and I don't feel no shame in you guys saying that because that's just facts. Like they had to shoot eighty one percent, an unbelievable percentage yeah. just to beat us. Yeah, coach beat, K yeah. says this is the best half of basketball they played all year long. So in my terms of like, I've been on. Tech teams where we had long losing streaks. All right, like I didn't you got, did. you know, Moving when I had it. when I had surgery, man. I'm in. I had just broke my knee, got surgery. The team traveled to OU to play Buddy Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Buddy. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Tubby's house recovering. Miss um, Smith is taking care of me and stuff, and we. I'm watching the game, and we getting clapped by almost fifty. Clap by almost 50. Yeah. You know, and it's just like from going from that to obviously where Tech is now. Yeah. And that, that was a reoccurring type of game we had like that year. We would get yeah, I got like, thrashed. Yeah. We would get thrashed like a yeah. lot, yeah. you know, but it was a learning experience for us. And obviously second year you saw that's why we made the tournament. We Thanks. bounced back. We learned. Our problem, our problem being a young team was we didn't know how to finish games when we had – the position to win games. We had a problem closing out games. To step on the throat. And that's with every young it. team, I think. Yeah, yeah. Every young team has a problem it's with tough. closing out games, you know, because, you know, you're playing experienced veteran players, you know, last minute, two minutes of the game, every single possession matters. Like, every single possession matters. You know, every foul, every dead ball, like, everything is intensified to a level that you can't even comprehend. And, you know, you call a timeout, we don't have any timeouts, or just any little thing that yeah. a young player could possibly do. Yeah, right. Happens usually, yeah, you know. They throw sure. the ball out of bounds, you know, on a on a bonehead play, yeah. like, right? With a minute left, and you know, you're down one, you yeah, have yeah. the ball, like exactly. We did that a lot, yeah. You know, and it wasn't, you know, tech fans. Oh, this team's trash. This that, and the third. We heard all that, but the real tech fans was, mm-hmm. you know, we literally have four freshmen, yeah, yeah, playing majority of the game. I think the real ones knew what we had. Absolutely. Like, oh, man. No other team was doing up. that. Nope. No, we were the youngest team that year. I think second, a second team behind, uh, I think, Kentucky because yeah. they, had, they had all freshmen. All, yeah, and we freshmen. were the second second youngest team. So yeah. the fact that 
four of us were playing majority of the minutes and like contributing yeah um was impressive and you had to know like okay well they got three more years yeah 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 second year what 19 and 13 yep seventh in the big 12 yep. mm-hmm. which is crazy that shows how good the big 12 is nah, exactly. it was stacked. shout and out shout out to the 12 two Whew, times. absolutely two times and and you you get bounced by butler yep okay okay oh we're all right with that mm-hmm. well i mean obviously you weren't like it wasn't like the greatest I mean, I, yeah, I, I wasn't okay with that. Sure. But, I mean, looking back on the season, first time making a tournament in 15 years, like, that's a big deal. Yeah. And, like, I felt that as well with my teammates. Like, we felt that in the city. You know, anytime we went out to Broadway, you know what I mean? It was love. Like, crazy love. It was love. Shots on me. Was, I was God, getting shots because of basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that, so we need, to have, we need to have the uncut podcast where we just talk about, like, I bounce out of this I'm and, and, and Keenan – and Justin just talk about their time at Texas Tech on Broadway. The underground. The underground. <laughs> the underground, yeah. No, but Red Raider Nation, I think, like, the biggest thing is we, we've gotten complacent because we've had mature teams, mature transfers. We're expecting just to make runs. Like, like that's supposed to happen. Like, it, making the tournament's hard. Yeah. And it's hard that. to get. It's hard. Uh, veteran transfers. Yeah. It's hard to get them. It's one of the youngest teams we have. So yeah. let's, let's realize that. Let's be patient. Yeah. At the same time, too, though, is isn't this a call to guys like Dawes to step up Absolutely. as, oh, no as the upperclassmen? And all right, all right, like it's time to take charge of these guys. And Jalen Tyson oh, no stepping up, and yeah. and that dude's a dog. Yeah, no, he having that pressure is good for everybody. Diamonds are built in pressure. Just because you're young, I'm not saying it's an excuse to the players. I'm just saying as a fan, under understand how young this team is. But as a player, man, that pressure is what we need. I feed off that every time. I feed off every time. But to go what you're saying about. JT is he's gonna be he's definitely gonna be special. Like he's he's a he's a bucket. So I'm yeah. very excited to see him. I'm glad, you know, he's back where he thinks he belongs and you know where he where he knows is where his heart is at. Um I didn't have a chance to see him play because I think, you know, he was sick uh before we we did the T B T deal. Um that's when I was really watching their practices that whole week. But I heard just a lot of great things from him. Heard KJ Allen. KJ Allen looks He does he's had man. An he's got fit. He's been in the lab. He looked he like a Big Twelve player. He's been yo. in the lab, shooting it. Looks comfortable. Like mm-hmm. he looks good. Yeah, he looks really good. So I think I was like shocked how how mad like how how high he could jump. This dude had a bounce hey, and like two like carrying two fifty, two sixty. Baby Barkley, bro. Yes, <laughs> mad yes. bounce. Baby Barkley, yo, yes. mad bounce. Yeah. So mad bounce. He looks good for sure. Yeah, definitely looks good. Ko step up and take a leadership role. Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah. Absolutely. So. What is your way too early projection for how far you think this team? Obviously, I think yeah. I'm a, on paper, they're the most talented team we may have ever had on paper. Sure. On paper. By far. But what do you, how, how far do you think they realistically can go? Will go. They could go on paper. They could go all the way. But how, like, what do you think? Way too early. Way too early projection. I'm backing you into a corner that that's might not be that's fair. That's hard for j That might not be a fair question. It's just, it's just hard because, it, man, it's a marathon. Right? I'm thinking about, yeah, yeah. I got to think about all the facts. No, nah, that's real. It's an 18-round fight. It's a marathon. Yeah. A lot. 18-round fight. A lot uh, of I, I laugh at all the way Charlie's on Twitter because, like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, but, you can't just throw a number out there. I, well, I'm not asking for a number, but, like, can they? I would say middle of the twelve. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think Wh- which is still a top, probably a four, 16. That's a tournament five team. Seed. That's a yeah. tournament team. Six seed. Yeah. Yeah. Five, yeah. five six yeah. seed. Yeah. 
We'll take and that. It, it, we'll take for a young team. I'll definitely take that because mm-hmm. imagine like the key here is if these guys are going to stay together. Like that's always that's what made us different. Yeah, that's what made the Villanova team different. Yeah, these guys play together for three or four years and they stay together. So like all these guys are twenty two, experienced, seasoned veterans. <laughs> like yeah. What just seeing Jalen Brunson and Michael Bridges and Evachinzo and Amari Spellman and yeah. yo, like, like one of the best teams in college basketball. If we yeah. keep it in a buck, like that's yeah. one of the best teams in college basketball. I think absolutely, you know, in 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 history, one of one of the best basketball teams in history. But just seeing, you know, what how those guys play together and just seeing Jalen Brunson was ridiculous. Dog, by the way, still is. It was still ridiculous. is. Yeah, he was ridiculous. Still that is. game was. I've never seen anything like that. Post up and have that was a grown man. That was a grown man. It was. I mean, what do you do? That's how I felt though. What do you do? Yeah, it was. It was. It was hard. Like you don't. We never played a point guard that does hook shots, yo. Like, like, like. It sounds weird. You know, he's in the paint doing this. Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. automatic. You know, Keenan's like, yo, like he never. He never had a guard, a a point guard that posts up. Mainly, that's the main part of his game. Yeah, posting up. Yeah, you know. So, but like I said, man, it's it's just. It's a marathon. They're going to struggle, I think, earlier on, and then it's going to click. They're going to have a win streak. You know, they may lose, you know, another two, and then, you know, bounce back. But I think for the most part, Coach Adams is going to get, you know, his guys, you know, ready for, you know, the, the most part. And he's a, one of the most humble, you know, guys. And, you know, he just know he has a very unique way of just getting through the guys and getting guys to buy in. Yeah. I can't really even explain it, but I'll run through a wall for Coach Adams. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much love I got for him. Yes. And then the fact that he's still in contact with me, even when I'm overseas, he still calls my mom, like checking man. on her without man. even letting me know. Like man. that's the that's the type of love that a lot of fans don't know. Yeah. You know, in, in terms of and Coach Beer is the same way. Don't get me wrong, Coach Beer is the same way. He hits me up, you know, he checks in on you know my mom every now and then. So that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a love that runs deeper than just me playing under them. Yeah. You know, it was, it was yeah. like real life situations that have happened that we're going to be tied in for life. Like I said, Beard and Adam's both going to be at my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's just hey, real. I'm a licensed minister. So if you need somebody to officiate, hey, that's love. I got you. I'm not kidding. I'll say less. I'm not kidding. I, I, Brandon Birdsell told the same thing, but he's not going to let me. So say just less. let me know. I bet. Absolutely. Okay. Undefeated, yeah, undefeated at home. I think we were 17 and one. Well, you th- year. we dropped, we went undefeated last year. Last year we, we did. Last year they did. For yeah. Last year they did. Running that back. You you think this team can go undefeated at home? At home? It's at home? Mm-hmm. They have a great chance too. I don't yeah, see they have why a better not. chance than anybody else. You see oh, how no it, doubt, yeah. no doubt. Like the the energy the crowd gives Man. while you're in a game is, and I'm sure you've probably seen the viral clip of Adonis. And I, I've been chilling with Adonis like the past two weeks. So I try to tell him, I was like, "Yo, you have." Such an iconic clip, bro. Like you don't the even coldest clip. You don't understand. Oh, <laughs> you don't understand the level that will be played for decades. Like he don't yeah. understand that <laughs> no, because he he's only been here a year. And yeah, I'm trying to tell us, like, bro, that is an iconic clip. That's Crabtree status. Like you in that the is, retro is, jerseys, yeah. yes, sold out. You're playing Texas. Oh. Coach Beard is on. Is coaching Texas. Long live, long oh, live, man. Oh. Like. And it's just the, the aerial shot. Oh, yeah. oh. It's so sick. Like it gives me chills just thinking about. I know me too. In the flat. Old school logo. He was like, text media crew. He's like, bro, you think that was like, you think, you think that's that big of a clip? I said, bro, bro. you gonna watch it 10 years from now? Like, that's when it's really gonna hit you. Yeah. People are still talking about it. Yeah. Or like, you know, whatever social media thing is popping five, 10 years from now. Bro, I remember this game like it was <laughs> yesterday. It's gonna be you. I said, it's gonna be you. Yeah. Yep. When people commit, it's gonna be your meme yeah. or your picture doing that. I'm telling yes. you. I'm telling you, man. 
Ah, oh, man, those moments. Uh, that's dude, Keenan. That's a good question. Are we gonna run. We're we gonna run that back. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it with the fans. I don't, I don't see why not. Yo. I don't yeah. see why. That's not. student section. Gives you a whole yeah. nother. It, it won't be the fans' fault. Nah, no, that's that's we're, for we're sure. We're coming full nah. full yeah. steam ahead every time. That's for sure. Give you that confidence, man. What are we missing? Is there anything we need to hit? Anything you you want to hit? Anything you want to talk about? Anything we're not uncovering? Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. Completely. Listen, Guns Up Nation. Completely unscripted here today. We just oh, I heard, yeah. Well, I, got, I got a question for Ken. I seen uh, they doing a uh, uh, up renovation for the football stadium. Yeah, you saw that? No, nah, I, I heard about it. I just I didn't know what they're Womble being Womble. Oh man, is it? Uh, where's it going to be at? South end zone. So the practice facility. So they're connecting the the big indoor to the south end zone. So facing university. Uh, no, facing north south. Oh, north south. Okay, facing north. I mean, they're gonna yeah. That okay, whole okay, parking okay. lot's going to be redone too. It's I mean that whole side closer to university is about to get just redone. In the coldest way possible, as it should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're giving us a Letterman suite as we as we deserve. It's, that's about time. They're taking care of the it's guys. About time. But I mean, everything's gonna be turnkey. Like usually, like after a game, you like walk in between the fans, get back to the locker room. None of that. It's gonna be a bridge that goes from the stadium to the training facility. I mean, it's next level. Womble, Womble went all out. We appreciate you, Womble. Damn. Seriously. Yeah. Shout out, Dustin. Shout oh, out. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Shout out. Big time. That's going to be exciting, too, yeah. for recruiting and everything. Oh, man, that's the next level. Man. Basketball. I mean, everybody. Yeah. We bring yeah. all recruits to football games. Oh, yeah. So it's just game changing for that's the whole cool. program. That's cool. You said that. So alumni is the, uh, y'all have a separate locker room? Or like, or you no, said we're getting a lounge. Letterman suite. Yeah, uh, like a lounge. lounge. So Usually, like, just get your own tickets to wherever you can. Is that only for alumni or just Letterman? Anybody just Letterman. that played? Just Letterman. Okay, oh, so we, uh, you're not going to be watching football games with me, huh? No, nah, probably not. They put they put a um, alumni locker room in for us at the Womble. Oh, nice. see that's okay. Dope. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's dope. Uh, I, I got it on my phone. I'll show you. Okay, show is it just like a practice gym to where y'all can come in whenever? Um, well, yeah. So I got my hand scanning and everything, so yeah. I have twenty four hour access to to use whatever. Yeah. That's dope. Um, weight room, all that stuff. But the alumni locker room, it's in the actual Womble locker room, but it's like off, you know, to the side, and you walk in, and literally has. Our pictures on the locker room. Oh, nice. It says the years you Damn. played. When did they do that? Uh, very recently, like okay. right before I That's got sick. back. That's okay. tight. So it's sick. Ooh, so we got awesome. we got our gear in there. They put gear in there for us, shoes, like clips, so we can go in there, work out, put our clip in there, and then they wash it and they hang it back up. I really feel like tech is is stepping into the golden age of our athletic department. Like I, I graduate when I graduated from tech, it was the Crabtree Harrell yeah. year, like tech's pinnacle of football. No doubt. Um, Love Michael Crabtree. <laughs> Shout out, oh, yeah. Crab. We, we got we gotta get this up. guy on here sometime. We got we gotta do it. We gotta make that happen. Crab. Um, but I really feel like we're Texas Tech is stepping into its golden age Agreed. of the athletic department. Agreed. Do you feel that? I mean, you guys are former players. I'm just speaking from a fan standpoint. Oh man, just from the the way the players are getting just their their access their access that they have now. Just the resources, it's all next level compared to. I mean, we we were still kind of struggling, yeah. Like really, and now it's just next level. Yeah, there's no reason for any player to say that they don't have top tier facilities here at Texas Tech. Yep. It would be no reason. It'd be the best in, in the new Big Twelve yeah. easily. Easily. I mean, we're already in basketball the best. Yep. I mean, we were still working out in the old the old white bubble. Yeah, man. On the old uh, artificial turf, R.I.P. The Friday night lights. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. For real. Luckily, I no was indoor. there when it collapsed. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, man. Golly. Yeah. Next Strides. level in all sports. Yeah. Tech is on a new new level. Justin, we gotta have you back on sometime, man. Chop Absolutely. it up again. Yeah, we like, appreciate it. Even if it's I'm just on Zoom back. while you're yeah. overseas or something. This I was love that. this was fun. 
Bro, love it. I love this, man. This is this is amazing. Honestly, I really appreciate you guys having me on. You guys are doing an amazing job, you know, with this podcast, and I'm just excited to see you know where it goes. I'm proud of you, brother. Uh, proud oh, of absolutely, absolutely, man. We came a long way. Uh, long, way, <laughs> long way from Broadway. We're still, still going, bro. We're still love going. Yeah, so it's, I, it's only got, up from here. I got my, you know, my what what I want to be, my my focus, my goal, um, and I'm working towards that, training towards that. So, you know, I'm not stopping anytime soon. You know, I'm I'm locked in, focused. Know, controlling what I control and just letting God take care of the rest. So you know, that's that's the you know way I live my life. Treat people the way I want to be treated, man. And yeah. you know that's why I get the love. You know I get from from the city because I show love to the city. The city show me love every time. Hey, Lubbock, Texas loves you, loves you. So I mean, I I uh, like when when you guys are in town. This is the cool thing. Like when you're in town, Twitter knows and Twitter talks, and it, and especially Lubbock Twitter is like, oh, Justin's in town or. Or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. like Matt Mooney's in town. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of you guys mm-hmm. that are back right now, like mm-hmm. right now, which is pretty cool. But everything that you did to lay the foundation of, of what has is happening now, Never that's on your shoulders. Yeah. You were the one, you and Norris and Keenan and Zach and that whole crew, you guys are the ones that picked Tech up and big said, dogs. nah, we're not eight or nine anymore in the Big 12. Like we're, we're moving to the top. And you did it through a coaching change. You stuck around and said, I'm committed to this place. And granted, I know that the the pushback we're going to get is, well, the transfer portal wasn't there and NIL wasn't a thing. Okay, yeah, fine. Sure. Fair. That's fair. But still, you could have moved on. I could have. You could still leave. You could leave. You could leave. Yeah, nothing was holding me. Yeah. You know, how, I mean, besides portal was the portal, city, yeah. but no, nobody was saying, nah, you can't leave. I had an opportunity. If I wanted to, I could have went yeah. to UNC or Oregon or any other schools. Yeah. I, no I could have if I wanted to, but... Yeah. But you didn't. I didn't feel like, nah, I didn't feel like this right here, the double T, like that's me. Still got to make mm-hmm. the choice. Yeah. But then because of that, dude, like if you guys had left, the conversation for basketball program, I think would be very different right now. Oh, no doubt. I think it's it was crazy a very to think about. Integral part, you know, to that. The fact that we stayed, mm-hmm. obviously, it brings a whole new level of respect for, for people to have for us. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Um, but in terms of, you know, that's why they appreciate those years, you know, because we didn't just up and dip and leave. Yeah. And then obviously they got to rebuild and reconstruct a new team that can try to compete again. That's going to take however many years, exactly. you know, depending on the coach that you have. But the fact that we stayed, you know, we stuck it out, you know, through the good years, bad years. And then, you know, we transcended into, you know, the furthest that tech has ever been. And then they followed up with a national championship year. It goes to your point. It's just you know, special. Yeah. It feels good to know, like, that's why we committed. You know, mm-hmm. here, if I'm being honest, that's why we committed here. Like, we wanted to change the culture. We wanted to get tech back on the map. And it feels good to see, you know, the Womble. And it feels good to see, you know, make the national championship game mm-hmm. and Sweet 16. And, you know, every all these good things that you're seeing with the program, again, going into the golden the golden age, you know, of, of tech athletics and specifically tech basketball. Like, yeah. it's the perfect man for the job, perfect culture. Best facilities, you know, best AD. Mm-hmm. I can keep going on about the best for tech, but I'm just gonna sound like a <laughs> like they paying me to say yeah, it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you sound like you played here, bro. <laughs> uh, dude, Justin, thank you so much, man. Appreciate thanks it. for the real talk. Yes, sir. Thanks for just being straightforward and and doing it with class. Um, this was a lot of fun, Keenan. It was a blast. First time, man. Thank you too. Yeah. Sir. And it's cool, like, hey. uh, the cameras weren't on when Justin walked in, but as soon as he saw Keenan, it was just like, whoa. Yeah. 
yeah. We can't miss with this one. How much you bench, bro? Still in the Well, he tell, he does it. He just does his Peloton, right? Yeah, big Peloton. And that affects his golf swing. His golf swing isn't too good. It isn't too good. It's a little tight. We'll we'll raz Keenan later. But hey, you want Keenan to you want Keenan to miss the putt? Just put a little money on it. Facts. Yeah, as of late, as of late, you got a nice putting game. No, I got a nice driving game. Do you play? We got to get out there. Let's play. What are you? When do you leave? I'm leaving. We're leaving tomorrow. But I'm uh, depending when, <sighs> whenever, depending whenever I sign, I'm gonna try to because she leaves the 19th. Okay. So I'm thinking about just flying right back and just training here until I leave. For, okay, when, when you're here, hit us up. We'll I go will, hit up. Sure. Like, we'll no doubt. Play. We'll where, do, play. where do you play at? Lake Ridge. Lake Ridge. Lake Ridge. Yeah. See, I never played on no actual course. <laughs> it's like. This is about to be fun. Got, or got, some money. You got, got, you got main event. Yeah. You got about the sign. So we definitely golf. You got the range. You know, that's what I'm more familiar okay. with. Okay. Okay. Well, watch out. Houses on Lake Ridge Golf Course. You, know. you might be in trouble. Young Tiger Woods. Oh, man. Bro, thank you, man. Again, thank you. Thank you for the real talk. Thank, thank you man. for everything that you put into Texas Tech in your four years here. And, and what you continue to put into Texas Tech. Right. That's the cool thing about it is like you, the passion is still here. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get on the court. But that same passion still flows in what you do, in the tweets, in the love, yeah. in the rep. I don't have to do none of that stuff, you know, yeah. but I just do it because I generally care about the school. I love the school. Like, I want to see the school succeed way after, you know, my years. You know, like, I forever want to see Tech at the top tier of the top tier. You know, like, that's what I want to see. And that's what, we, obviously, we're making those those strides, you know, to, to get to. And it's only, it's, it's only, you know, it's only coming. We got the right people for the job, and... You know, are we missing out? You know, football team get popping. This place going. It's all crazy. It's all. It, it's there. It's, it's all crazy. But yeah, Red Raider Nation. It'll do it to you. It'll keep you coming back because y'all take care of us. Absolutely. And it feels like home for everybody. For real. That's right. We're glad to be part of your journey, man. Appreciate that. Glad man. to be part of it. This has been the Guns Up Nation podcast. See you on the next one.